Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine! Guggen, go time! On a game day Friday, now as we count you down to the 15th postseason game in Jaguars history. Only the fifth home playoff game. So, a tremendous opportunity to get out there and experience some playoff football, some postseason football. I do know that there are still uh, a bunch of tickets left. I'm not going to browbeat you about we should sell every ticket. Just for those of you who are out there, have the means, and might still be interested and have been under the impression that perhaps tickets were a little more scarce than they are right now. Look, it's going to be a jacked up, full, loud stadium but there are tickets out there and they from from you know the lower sections to the upper deck uh they're expensive they are right that's that's the price of playoff pigskin ladies and gentlemen uh so again i it you know this isn't a proud beating at all it's going to be a loud jam-packed stadium but if you wanted to go to the game or are last minute and are wondering the there are still tickets out there so um you know, again, it's an opportunity. You know, I was thinking about something driving in uh, this morning, E.T., and, and Doug Peterson had what kind of became a, an early season rallying cry. I think it was after the win at at the Chargers. Now, not in the locker room, but I believe it was the Monday press conference after that where he kind of revealed what his message was uh, for the football team. May have said it after the Colts game. I don't know. It was early in the year, but it was catchy enough that, uh, doggone, if we didn't go print up a thousand t-shirts, see, right? Y'all remember what that phrase was? There's a there's a thousand of you walking around Jacksonville uh, with that t-shirt on at some point. But but that phrase was, so what now what? And we associated because of when it was said. I think we all associated so what now what with success. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that fair? Fair. Okay, you, you, you've had a little success, so what? Now what? Right? But now when you really look back on the entirety of the season, so what, now what applied as much to the Monday after the Detroit Lions loss as it did pertaining to any success that the team had at any other point. Breach, breach up! <laughs> And now we're in the ultimate so what, now what? You won the division. You've made a lot of improvement. We have we have rallied a fan base that has just been waiting on us. So what? Now what? Chargers come to town tomorrow night. You can hear from Doug Peterson coming up this hour. The injury situation got a little bit murkier out in Southern California yesterday. It certainly now looks to me, if I... If I play the gut-feeling card now, I would say Mike Williams is not going to play. Turns out he hadn't practiced much at all out there this week. And finally, yesterday, they made it sound like they'll see how he feels in pregame warm-ups and give it a go from there. That doesn't sound like a guy who's going to stress you for 60 minutes. Regardless of how his pregame workouts go, that doesn't sound like the kind of weapon that Mike Williams might normally be within that offense. Listen, 
they they've had guys step up around him in his absence. You know, they they've had some other um, you know they've they've had some other receivers pick up the slack. Obviously, Austin Eckler out of the backfield can do. You know, can do so much, can do so much damage. What does he have, 106 catches, I believe, this year? 107, broke the you know, record. Yeah, 107 for Austin Eckler, and that that's just what he does as a pass receiver. Did Eckler go over 1,000 yards this year? I, I know he's had 1,000 yards. 915 yards okay, rushing. Yeah, so not quite to 1,000 this year, but, man, when you're doing that much in the in the swing game, and you got to be careful there, right? There's nothing. The two most back-breaking plays, okay, in football to me as a fan are this. It's third and seven. Your defense gets pressure one way or the other. You have for a brief fleeting moment, you think you're going to even get the quarterback for that half second. You know that moment I'm talking about? And then either one of two things are just so punch in the gut. They dump it off to a back who makes the one linebacker miss and he skirts ahead and he barely gets the first down. Or... Or the quarterback escapes and suddenly he can run to the left and gain 12 yards. It is like the most, you know. Especially on third down. It's riches to rags. Exactly. Third down. It's almost like, it almost hurts more than just throwing some set random 70-yard touchdown. Well, with Eckler back there, point being, now you, Herbert's athletic. You know, he, he, he'll, he'll score like Trevor. You know, Trevor's done that to some teams down the stretch. Frustrated him in a third and medium and he scrambled for first downs but just like every aspect of of a game plan and of execution gets magnified this time of year jacks are in prime time in the playoffs for just the third time ever now that's a that's a relatively new phenomenon when the jags came into the league and were making the postseason there weren't prime time playoff games the games were still played at a what would be a more normal schedule one one o'clock kick and a four thirty kick, or one thirty kick and a five o'clock kick. There may be a game, you know, in in prime time. By the time you get to championship weekend, it may have gone like three and six thirty. But there weren't two or three, you know, prime time games a weekend. In fact, the Jags two prime time. Look what they've done, right? They went to an AFC championship game twice. Um back when they were really good, but their primetime appearances have come come later down the line. They had what? They had a they had a primetime game at Pittsburgh that they won. Gerard had the scramble. And they had a primetime game at the Patriots, the year the Patriots were undefeated, and the Jaguars lost that game. But I, those are the only two primetime games the Jaguars have played. Be the first time they've played a home playoff game in primetime. Just so exciting to be a part of this. There are only 14 teams left. And after this weekend, only eight teams will still have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And the Jaguars have a doggone good shot at being uh, one of those eight. So we're going to get into uh, some of Doug Peterson's uh, comments. It's a good day to really dive into the playoffs overall. There's just a lot of unknown. We we spoke to that yesterday with the first time, you know, with the first year coaches with their new teams and the and the and the quarterbacks who are into the postseason for the for, uh, for the first time. Now, w- one of the quarterbacks who would have potentially been in the postseason, but now officially we know won't be, is Lamar Jackson. 
You know, I'm going to back off of something I said the other day, or I don't even know if I said it came up. Maybe I should have defended it stronger. I do, th- I, th- I do think that Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl. Even at this stage? I do. Yeah. I do. I, now, <laughs> I, I don't think he's ever going to do it like, you know, Mahomes now and Burrow and Herbert and perhaps Lawrence and, and some others. But I'm not going to give up on a guy at 29 who's been an MVP you know, getting the right collection of talent together. And, and I don't know for sure, but I wonder if Lamar Jackson, you know, was throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin or if he, you know, if he were throwing to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins or if, if he had our receivers even. You know, I, I don't know if he wouldn't be a little bit more prolific as a passer, but the, the knee injury scares you, right? And we now know exactly what that knee injury was and, you know, how we know because – Finally, he just told us himself. And maybe Lamar, we talked about this. There's a lingering implication when it doesn't seem like a serious injury, yet the guy doesn't play, right? I mean, and things got a little cynical in Baltimore with folks wondering if because it's contract year, Lamar just isn't being a little bit safe. I don't think that's him, E.T. That's not his personality. No, he want to play. Yeah, I can't can't see him uh, doing that. So while he just lingers on the injury report as, quote, knee injury, I, I think there's a little proactivity in releasing this info via Twitter on his own account. Lamar Jackson posted that he won't play and why he can't play in Sunday night's wildcard game. Uh, Lamar says his knee, the left knee, remains unstable. And it's more serious than they thought, you know, initially. He says he's had a, a PCL grade two sprain on the borderline of a strain three. Quote, there's still inflammation surrounding my knee. My knee remains unstable. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything, but I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we have a chance. Those hopes are going to most likely be dashed after one game at Cincinnati. Tyler Huntley, who's got a shoulder injury himself, has been dreadful. As a starting quarterback with at least five starts this year, Tyler Huntley has produced the fewest points per game of any of them. Less than what Joe Flacco produced with the Jets. Less than what Carson Wentz produced with the Washington Commanders. A large chunk of that, by the way, in week one. Like, it's like 12, 12 and a half points a game, I think. Uh, the Ravens' defense is decent. This is not the Ravens' defense that, uh, you know, a lot of years dominates the NFL. It's not one of those Ravens defenses. And so the Bengals, after beating Baltimore at home last week, will uh, re-up again, and we now know for sure uh, there'll be no Lamar. And it doesn't sound like there'll be... Should. And by the way, depending on, on who you would like the Jaguars to play, and by the time this game is played, you can just decide, okay? I don't want to look ahead of, of, of the Chargers or anyone else, but... Would you rather play the Chiefs on the road or would you rather play the Bills on the road? That, there's probably not a good answer there. You know, each presents its own challenges. When it comes to the Bills, you know, you have you have recent success against them. You beat them here last year. I mean, they're, they're still a similar dominant team. The Jags are much better. I think the potentiality of, you know, really cold weather exists at both places. Probably the potential for worse weather would be in Buffalo. And is that an advantage or disadvantage to Jacksonville? Just because you play in crud weather more doesn't mean you're any 
it's going to be the ball will be any less slippery or the wind will be any less strong. You both got to play in it. <clears throat> For sure. And the Chiefs, of course, are the Chiefs. Now, you know, we played them this year and more recently. When's the last time we beat the Chiefs? When we did, did we bring that boy off the tractor and beat him out in Kansas City, you know, 12, 15 years ago? Did Todd Balvin come off the tractor? Did, did like, you know, did we, did we have a, like maybe a late catch that secured it? I can't remember. I don't recall a whole lot of success against the Chiefs, but we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Point being, if Baltimore should happen to upset Cincinnati, which I don't think any of us think, uh, then that would change uh, the opponent for the Jags should we get past those San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles um, coming up this weekend. I, we'll come back on the other side. We're going to hear from Doug Peterson. I'm also going to take a look at what the Chargers' playoff history is, okay? Uh, because I believe this doesn't make it true, but I'll fight you on it. I think franchise DNA is a real thing. If your franchise DNA is strong, you may go down just a little bit for a little while. You're not there long, and when and then you're back and and fully capable. If some team's franchise DNA is to be a good team but never a great one, my Atlanta Hawks. You know the franchise DNA DNA there is not championship level. It's not like worst team in the league level, which some franchise DNA seem to indicate. Right? No magic. Magic or another good one. The franchise DNA um, for the Jaguars, if we want to even subset it, we got pretty good playoff DNA. We've gone on the road and won at Pittsburgh. We've gone on the road and won in Buffalo. We've gone on the road and won in Denver. Those are tough places uh, to survive in the postseason. We've had blowout wins at home. We've had three chi- uh, trips to the AFC Championship game. Got pretty good. Our our playoff DNA is a lot better than our franchise DNA. Let's take a look at what the Chargers playoff DNA is. Make that little comparison. Hear from Doug Peterson and more as we're up and rolling. Yes, baby. It's a GFL Friday. That's green for life. You want your job site uh, to be as professional looking, uh, you know, to represent yourself to your client, and GFL makes sure that happens with. Uh, all your commercial waste and roll-off needs. It's GFL. We'll talk to Captain Kevin Favor when we come back. I'll take a look at that Chargers playoff DNA, and we'll hear from Doug Peterson. Now we're just a day away, aren't we, from game day here in Jacksonville. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we're back on GFL Friday, Betty. It's a... Game day eve, I guess. Got to get used to these Saturday games, don't you? We mentioned yesterday Trevor Lawrence has never lost a football game on a Saturday. Think about that. The second year, the, now look, in the NFL, you don't play Saturday football. I, I get it. Although, did we did we triple fact check that he didn't start a Saturday preseason game? You might need to double check that. Mm, that wouldn't count. We mean games that matter. High school, college, and pro- now high school's another one. I don't know how many Saturday games you're playing. Probably those state titles he was winning. But, yeah, never lost on a Saturday. I like our odds. Let's uh, bring in Captain Kevin Favors, see what the odds are. Catching any fish this weekend as, again, this up-and-down roller coaster weather yeah. pattern, I imagine, is giving you a little bit of a headache. It's, um, it, it, it's it, it, you know, this week was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I mean it was it was beautiful. Uh, 
And man, the fishing reports were were, were amazing. Um, the guys, you know, wahoo fishing are just start killing it. Then you come in a little further inshore, and you know, the bottom fishing is is amazing. And um, and then you know, the inshore fishing. And, and, and I'll tell you, the, the guys we talked about this a lot too. Fishing these near shore wrecks are just just wrecking the sheep's head. I mean, just just having great days. And then and then the guys that are fishing the backwaters this week have had. Have they, they they've struggled a little bit on 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 the bigger beds, but a lot of a lot of rod benders, a lot of small trout, um, a lot of rat reds, and then you know you throw in one or two keepers. Um, but I mean, it's the, the fishing has been good, and and then you had that front come through last night, and it's just supposed to get. I mean, it's supposed to be like really ugly today and tomorrow. Uh, you know, the hard west today, and then hard northeast tomorrow. So just a it's going to be a good weekend for football. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either you know there are tickets available. If it's a last minute, people still want to go to the game and, and can afford to have the means. If not, if you got a fireplace, might not be a bad afternoon just to throw a fire on about four o'clock and settle in for eight hours, huh? Oh, I was talking to you about that. I don't know about these eight fifteen games, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, try being down there. Oh, and you get well, home late. We, you know, what we did last week. We got a place downtown. You know what? That's 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 smart as hell. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, um, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, we we went to some friends of ours' house at the Isle of Palms, and I mean, you know, we basically did get home to like one thirty, two o'clock. Yeah, same in the morning. thing. Yeah, same same deal. You know, so and, and, it's and, worth and, it. And and and, and 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 you know, you and I, yeah, your your, your body tells <laughs> sure. you to get up. Trust you know, me. And, and 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 so so at six thirty, you know, I'm getting up and I'm like going. About ten o'clock, I was like, "I'm going back." <laughs> For me, I mean, honestly, even even on the weekends, I won't sleep much. I mean, if I sleep late, it'll be four thirty or five. But that that Sunday morning, I had a nice, peaceful, dreamy downtown sleep after the victory, and I slept till eight o'clock on Sunday morning, which is unheard of for me. Yeah, yeah, that's good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it totally. It 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 ruined my Sunday. I mean, so <laughs> it was it was rocking down there, Kev. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was rocking. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot, lot of fun being down there. So, uh, basically, let's just put the rods up for the next couple of days. Is that the deal? Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, then I mean, and, there's, there's, there's just too, too many pretty days. By the way, it looks like um, it's it's really going to calm down on Monday and then and then warm right back up. I mean, you know, that, I think I saw like 77, 78 on Wednesday and then it's then pretty – you know, for the next four or five days. So it's just, it's just typical. You know, you're going to get these cold fronts this time of year. And, you know, you, we always talk about, you know, fish windows. Um, and this, this, this weekend is um, not a window. It's shut. The window's shut. I was going to ask yep. you with, with, with the weather returning next week to look a lot like it looked this week, can you expect yep. the fishery that you said was so awesome this week to, to play out again next week? Or that's yeah, fishing. There's no way to know. It's not, it's not it's not going to affect anything. It's only going to get better. Yeah. And, uh, I'll, I'll tell you probably the, the craziest report that I had this week is uh, Captain Scott Shank um, caught on, uh, let's see, on Wednesday. He had a dozen pumping out. What? Uh, the same, yeah. Yeah. Is surf fishing, does, would that tell me surf fishing might be a little better now? Obviously not this weekend, but in general? Uh, you know, if, if, I was, if I was to go surf fishing, though, I would do it around the inlets. Yeah. I would do it, you know, St. Augustine Inlet, uh, Nassau Sound, Matanzas, mm-hmm. 
Yes, if you if you fish around those inlets, you'll probably you're probably going to find some. Would that be like would Porpoise Point be a, what you're talking about? Porpoise like, Point is that absolutely yeah, yes yeah. around the inlet. Yeah, 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 because that's where he caught them. Basically, is Porpoise Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, cool. Uh, outdoor show tomorrow. Outdoor show tomorrow. Right. Well, I'll be there. Bundle up. <laughs> Absolutely. Go Jags. Have a great weekend. Buddy. All right, my man. There he goes. That's Captain Kevin Favor, best in the business. I confirm, Jeff. What's that? Saturday, August 20th, the pre- the third preseason of the game of the year. Trevor took a L. 20th? Yeah, August 20th. It was preseason. Of this year? Yeah, we lost 20. Uh, we lost 16 to 15 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Saturday, August 20th. Why did I bring that up? <laughs> right? I mean, that sass been just raging everywhere. Here I am bringing a little <laughs> big bucket of water here on your yeah, festive occasion. He started that game, man. Pour that Gatorade bucket right on you. <laughs> uh, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. He didn't play the whole game. He didn't play. He wasn't trying to win. That's different. In a real game, how about that? In a game that matters, he's never lost on a Saturday. Here's hoping uh, that that continues. All right, we've got a little bit of news on some of the festivities surrounding uh, the game uh, on Saturday night. Uh, the Tedeschi Trucks um, duo band will will do the national anthem. They're Jacksonville local legends. I'm not a music guy, so I'll probably get out of – if I get out of place here, forgive me. Was it the Allman Brothers maybe that – Derek Chucks was with, uh, I don't know, but they're they're huge Jag fans, have season tickets, and they're awesome. So you're going to enjoy that uh, rendition of the national um, of the national anthem. And we have our Duval. We got a good one too. I like it. You know why I like it? It's a good choice. There's, it's a good choice for a couple of reasons, and I think one of the reasons is he's got a big, deep, gravelly voice, right? And he's going to get into it. I'm pretty sure, before we reveal this guy, if you haven't heard it yet, I'm pretty sure this guy has stayed in Jacksonville since he retired. I know he did for a while. I don't know if he currently is. Do I, you know E.T.? I still see him around. You do? Now. Okay, well, then yeah. he probably does. You know, he had a chicken joint right up here around the corner yeah. for a while, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? They've gone with Big John Henderson to give us your Duval. Uh, you know what? That's a big man with a deep voice. An intimidating the look. Energy, yeah. Let me tell Very you. Intimidating. But, but, okay. Now, Big John, if you're listening, or any of you out there in Big John's circle, if I could give this suggestion. We, we briefly mentioned this yesterday. Uh-huh. You want to take that thing over the top, man. Whew. You want to get everybody just ready to pull their chest out, you know, their heart out of their own chest and hand it to you. All right. Bring my man, the trainer, up. <laughs> And either I, I haven't decided on the timing. It should it be the slap and then the Duval out of the slap reaction, or should it be Duval and then the slap and the walk off? I think it's the slap and then the Duval. It's the slap and then it's the yeah. He needs a, a minute. He needs a minute. A big old yeah. Kind of shake himself for uh-huh, a second, yeah. stomp for a second, <laughs> build it up. And that big bear of a voice just unleash a Duval on the Los Angeles Chargers. Let him know what's coming, E.T. The bank will turn into a zoo. So I kind of, look, I'm going to be satisfied. I think it's still going to be a proper, you know, uh, you know, pregame injection. Just have big John Henderson up there doing the Duval, okay? That's enough. What I'm suggesting is. I'm trying to take it over. Don't settle for enough. So what now what, baby? Yeah, G- give me the slap, man. We got, look, fake it for all I care. Right? I think Big John can still take a slap now. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. 
you find the video of the guy slapping him. I don't know how well it's going to play off on audio. This was a while ago now, so some of you younger Jaguar cats out there may not have seen this video before. You know, I mean, it flared up. It was popular for a minute back when it happened, and then the Jags went in the tank and got terrible for 15 years, and it's been forgotten. So I don't know if if there there may really be some of you out there that haven't seen this video before, so definitely Google it. Um, here... This is the audio, and I, I won't explain it until after. I'll see what how much the audio actually explains. But this is John Henderson and his pregame ritual when he was back starring for the Jaguars. Week, my thought for you all, my prayer for all you. That's Jack Del Rio. Clear your mind so you can focus and play with courage. <laughs> oh, Joe, that ain't good enough. Come on, Joe. Ah! Yeah, how's that going to work for you tomorrow night, gang? <laughs> huh? Joe slapped him twice. What you, what you think? Hit me harder, Joe. I want blood. How's that for your Duval tomorrow? Hell, put it, put put it, put some pads on him. You can play in the tackle rotation. <laughs> put him in a rotation. Now, when you watch that video, he slaps the hell out of him. Twice. The first one wasn't good enough. It's reminiscent of what I did with Balls Davis at one point. One year for March Madness in our little bracket pool. We did March slapness. And so the loser got slapped in the face by the other two. But the way it worked was the guy in third got slapped by both. The guy in the middle got one slap and gave one slap. And then the guy at the top got to slap twice. And balls won. And he was petrified to slap Dan and I. He just did not want to slap Dan and I. Right? It just didn't. He just wasn't comfortable doing it. Right, right. right. And it was kind of a John Henderson moment. So he, he came into the studio kind of meekly and wary. And, you know, I stuck it out there to ready to take it like a man. And he gave me some little. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. I said, no, I said, no, no, no. Uh-uh. You got to make blood. You got us. Yeah, I don't know if I went that far. But I said, you guys slapped me, dude. And then it was a little bit harder. And that was enough for me. <laughs> so, yeah, there's John Henderson. Don't we need to slap? From listen, just to, to go down memory lane and, and remember that video again, even now, 10, 15, 15 years later, probably, I think he can take another slap. I think so. I think he'd take one for His the team. energy, all, oh, he yeah. definitely can. Yeah, you got to bring any blood. You've retired now, but let, yeah. So the potential really get worked up into a lather. Just another reason um, that I'm going to ask everyone again, not that you follow my direction specifically, but let's get those fannies in the seats at kickoff. Have those towels waving and that voice loud from the... Oh, let the Chargers know what they're stepping into here on Saturday night. Speaking of, talked a little bit about DNA. The Jaguars are 7-7 seven and seven in their postseason history. That's really good. The Jags have only had two postseasons. They've been to the playoffs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This will be, they've been to the playoffs seven times, okay? Only, only twice out of seven did they not at least... Did they not win at least one game? 
You know, the first playoffs in 96, they won two and lost one. Then they went in 97 and lost first game. But 98 won a wild card game and then lost. 99 won a uh, divisional game, and we know what happened. Uh, 2005, they lost the wild card game. But then in 07, they won a game at Pittsburgh and then lost. 17, won two games, lost the championship. So 7-7 seven and seven is, is playoff DNA that's much better than our regular season DNA. As for the Chargers, and we're going to, for the sake of the argument, uh, the in, in fairness, back in the old AFL, the Chargers were just one and four in the postseason. So really, as an NFL team, their postseason um, you know, history didn't begin until 1979. But as for playoff DNA, uh, the last time the Chargers were in the playoffs was 2018. That was pre-Justin Herbert. They won a game at Baltimore. Remember they beat the Ravens? Gus Bradley designed a, a game plan, I believe, was, was the storyline in that one. And then they lost at the Patriots. Uh, before that, they hadn't been to the postseason since 2013. They won a, a wild card game at Cincinnati and then lost at Denver. Before that, it was 2009, one and done against the Jets. Uh, in 08, they won a wild card game and then lost. The last time they were in the conference championship game was back in 2007. Uh, 2006. Now, understand now, from like four to nine, they had a really good team. That's Phillip Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson and Sean Merriman and others. And in 04, one and done against the Jets. 06, one and done against the Patriots. 07, they ran to the conference championship game. To his credit, I believe that's the game Phillip Rivers played with a torn ACL. 08, they won a game and then lost. And then 09, one and done. Particularly in the role of favorite, the DNA is really bad. And they're a slight favorite here uh, coming up this weekend. But uh, just in their history, 12 and 18 in the postseason, they are 6 and 2 in the wild card round. So that's that's pretty sturdy. The Jags four and two in the wild card round, so really not uh, significantly different. Uh, the Jags have been to three conference championship games. Uh, Chargers in in their history have been to uh, what does it look like three as well. So there you have it. Let's hear from Doug Peterson just a little bit. All right, Coach. We've you know. Advanced through some pressure situations, particularly the final game of the weekend that came down to a huge play by the defense in the final couple of minutes to assure this playoff spot. What do you do as far as gauging your guys' nerves, or do you? Is it a concern at all? You can sense that with guys, you know. Um, a lot of times being loose, um, loose and focused is, is really good, but loose to be loose can, can be uh, a little different, you know. Um, and you want the guys to not be tight, right? I mean, you want them to play play freed up, and especially their their minds and everything, and have fun with it. But uh, at the same time, still still enjoy the moment. He talked about the football particulars. They need to get the run game going again. On paper, they should be able to do that. Um, you know, against the Chargers, he understands that Chargers passing attack. Man, they they are they'll come at you in a bunch of different directions. We'll have a more on that with the Shazam spotlight later. As to the statistical breakdown, there's an amazing one involving the Chargers passing offense. Considering Justin Herbert was second in the NFL in passing yards to only Patrick Mahomes, so he knows they have to, you know, uh, be 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 careful with that. Uh, nobody looking past the Chargers. Um, that's for sure. But here's a guy who has advanced through the playoffs, who's won a Super Bowl, and 
you know, the, the postseason game is also played between the ears. You got to have that. You got to have that self-confidence. Um, you got to be able to believe that you can get it done. You know, a group of men coming together, you know, working hard, practicing, all that. You go back to the, those those hot summer days in training camp and those early part of September when it's hot here and you're playing and practicing out in the heat and the whole thing. I mean, you know, you got to have some of that confidence. And, and then that spills over. You start, you know, towards the end of the year here, you start winning a few games. It just kind of spills over and it gives you a little momentum. And, uh, you know, it's exciting for the, for the players to, to kind of go through that and experience it. It's exciting for us fans. It's exciting for the media. We are excited. We're ready to party uh, today. We're running it back, right? Uh, what's what's the pep rally, Frangie show extravaganza scheduled for today? Where are we headed? Uh, we're we headed, headed to, to San Pablo. San Is that Pablo. where we're going? We're going to Dick Swings, man. Okay, over, over, over in the San Pablo area. All right. Now I know you uh, you ended up uh, stealing the show at Strings last weekend. Now will you be out there and part of the the crew today? Say. I'm going to have a roll out there today. Okay. Well, there you go. Stop by. Come on, somebody. And see E.T. while you're out. Now, what is your plan? Are you going you gonna to total any golf carts this weekend? You're going <laughs> to you gonna be riding a boat? What are you doing? What do we got on well, game day? The, the popo was stripping. They were making me follow the traffic pattern in my golf cart last week. So, I ain't bringing the golf cart out, but I'm bringing the scooter back out. Oh, the scooter. Be, be careful, my man. The scooter, the scooter, the, the motor, the, the e-bike is coming back out. You're in that danger zone right now, okay, where you're still young enough to think of yourself as young, but creeping towards age enough that there's going to be a defining moment where you realize, okay, I need to pull it back and not. Don't you go speeding up and down and all around and go over the handlebars. Careful out there. Yeah, I'm going to try to be careful. All right, I'm going to try, he says. Well, sometimes it's all you can ask is for a good, solid effort. we got a football fix when we return. It's a GFL Friday on the drill. He was, he was there the whole time. I was like, man, you can do it. Come on. I said, Joe, slap me. Let's roll. Let's roll. Ah! I told him to do it hard, too. So, you know, don't give me no little girl slap. Give me something to go wake me up or something. <laughs> oh, let's go. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I think it was a Monday night game. I was trying to get juiced up for that one, so I had the double slap call. Oh, Joe, that ain't good enough. Come on, Joe! Ah! Thank you, baby. Thank you. You making blood come from my damn mouth. You got to make blood come through the mouth. Yeah, you ready? You ready for a Duval from that guy? Huh? You better be there, baby. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the text line's kind of on fire this morning. I'm not going to lie. Text line booming. I got this one from the... I got this from the text line. Uh, the dude said, dude said they should bring, uh, instead of Big John getting slapped, they should bring Urban in and just let John slap him. <laughs> uh, somebody else suggested they don't know if, you know, I don't know if I want somebody to slap him. Just, you know, just do the Duval. No, man, the slap was part of his motivation. That, that's all-time yeah, Jaguars. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a thing, dude. That's not like some, oh, we're going to get slapped around. That ain't what it's about now. Oh, yeah. That's not it. Somebody did have an idea. Maybe you play that video on the Jumbotron, and then he does the Duval. That'll go That that'll might go be the too. easy. And if you do it that way, because if you do it from, like, Picture people sitting in the stands, and granted, they're, most of them are going to be watching the screen, but if you're just looking at it live, you may not even know what the heck's going on up there, right? True. If you don't know the backstory, maybe play that video right there. Is that on YouTube? Where'd you find that? YouTube. Yeah, so folks, you can go look at that. That's some, that's some cool stuff. That'll get you fired up for sure. So, um, 
Also a very optimistic text. Hey, anything can happen in the NFL, but the question was, well, just, you know, I know it's not going to happen, but out of curiosity, what if Baltimore and Miami both win? We back at the bank, ain't we? Baby? Yeah, we'd be back at the bank, and we would host Baltimore if that extremely unlikely scenario takes place. And there's two reasons, and they're Masseurs, Huntley, and Thompson. Those are your reasons, um, you know, why that while they take on Masseurs, <laughs> Burrow and Allen. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Is that what they say? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, a fire at the band. I got a football fix. Got some interesting stuff percolating around the National Football League. First and foremost, there's gaining momentum that the Denver Broncos are the front runner to get Sean Payton. I started thinking about this. Sean, first of all, that tells you Sean Payton thinks Russell Wilson's got a lot left in the tank. Isn't Russell Wilson kind of Drew, Drew Brees-ish? Drew Brees didn't have the strongest arm for the last six, seven years of his career, and Sean Payton got him a lot of yards and a lot of production. So, yeah, the Broncos have spun the wheels a thousand times. They've already traded, you know, every draft pick they'll ever have. Trade more to get Sean Payton, I would say. I think to that. But Payton seems to like the, the stable ownership in Denver, and he likes the prospect of working with Russell Wilson, so perhaps that could uh, eventually come to pass. Um, well, we know this isn't going to happen because the Jaguars are going to be involved. But should the Bills and Chiefs meet for the AFC title, they've decided on the neutral field um, and where it will be. It will be in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So uh, the Chiefs and Bills fan bases who both travel well will be fighting for tickets for that one, won't they? All right, n- uh, news about our game coming up this weekend. And, and it seems like there's a lot of smoke to an ultimate fire that perhaps Mike Williams is not going to play for the Chargers. Williams was their leading receiver. We got an interesting statistical note about the, the Chargers. We'll give it to you in a football, uh, in, I'm sorry, in a Shazam spotlight a little bit later this morning. You know, they have a lot of guys who've gone over 500 yards receiving, but it's it's Mike Williams who's been their leading receiver this year, and, and now we're learning he hadn't been practicing, and they're saying he's going to be more of a game-time decision. He's uh, officially questionable, but whenever they say we're going to see how it feels in pregame warm-ups, you know you're not going to get the most dangerous version of Mike Williams no matter how that ends up uh, playing out. Lamar Jackson, I think, had enough of the you know, the cloudiness around why he's not playing. And so while the Ravens continue to say he's got a knee injury and then the cynics start to say, well, it's contract years, one reason he's coming back more slowly, uh, Jackson took to his Twitter feed last night and said he's got a PCL, torn, a torn PCL on his knee. It hasn't gotten better. It's worse than they said initially, and that because of the instability and otherwise, you know, he, he can't play. And then double down on he sure wishes he could. So, man, the beginning of the end for Zach Wilson, the owner of the Jets said, we got to get a quarterback. He went further. We'll pay to get a quarterback. You know, calling the position the missing piece, it certainly, it certainly is. If they are aggressive and go get a, a real good upgraded quarterback, I'd give him credit. You know, the mistake you make when you draft those young guys early, it's 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 three or four years that you lose waiting on them to get to a level they're never going to get to. We've played that game here in Jacksonville more than once. So, um, with the Jets owner saying that yesterday, we'll see how active they are. Derek Carr, among those that will be available, he thanked Raiders fans and uh, said goodbye to Vegas. And it looks like the Patriots have had enough of trying to be you know, a unique team that can take guys who really are from the defensive side of the ball and make one of them an offensive coordinator. Didn't work, so the Pats apparently be in search of an OC. Um, 
for the upcoming season, or for next season, I should say. All right, that's Football Fix. It's brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and Manor. She's been there for us all year long, and she'll be there for you. 365, Mandy and her team offer the assurance that you need with your insurance agent. Uh, listen, usually when you have to call or use your insurance agent, things are already going in the wrong direction for you. Well, you're, you're going to get the help you need um, with the dream team in the uh, Allstate offices of Mandy Bowers in Mandarin. Hick and Rival and more come your way next. You're listening to The Drill. Uh, the Drill. It's a GFL Friday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Sweet Friday! A little motion, please! Hey! Ho! Hey ho! Woo! Friday's Friday gonna get bundled up tomorrow with her sister. You know what it is? It's a football Friday. Let's keep them rolling, Jacksonville. Let's do one again next week. Come on! Haven't had one of those in mid-January for all a while. All right, all right. Okay, all okay. Right, all right. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's a line there I couldn't do. We used to do in the college days. It just came to mind. Yeah, I should. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Friday. <laughs> drum buster there. There are uh. Teams on a, on winning streaks going into Wild Card Weekend. The Niners have won ten in a row. The Bengals have won eight in a row. The Bills have won seven in a row. And your Jaguars have won five in a row. Let's go. The Bills have won seven in a row, huh? Yeah. Doesn't feel like doesn't feel like they're playing great. <laughs> yeah, it tells you how good they are, though. Yeah, maybe right because they have. Yeah, they won seven in a row. The Bengals. Now the Bills and Bengals would have played, so one of those win streaks would have been over, but uh, it didn't happen. So. Niners, Bengals, Bills, Jags, and Bengals and Bills pretty much get their tickets punched to Wild Card Weekend. I mean, they got to play. And is there any chance Miami or Baltimore could win? I maybe guess, Baltimore. Maybe there's an outside chance one of them could win. Yeah. I, uh, but I, it would take like that would be a stunning upset. Well, what if again? I, I, you hate to put hypotheticals yeah. on game outcomes based on like an injury. But what if Josh Allen got knocked out? Well, yeah, you know, correct. something like that. But I, I cannot imagine. Because of Huntley and and Thompson, those they're terrible quarterbacks. You're not going on the road and beating Josh Allen and Joe Burrow with terrible quarter, not bad quarterbacks, Hick, terrible quarterbacks. The kid in Baltimore, of all the quarterbacks in the league with five starts, produced the fewest points per game of any, less than Joe Flacco, less than Carson Wentz. The Jags were in '96 the biggest underdog in the history of the NFL postseason. I believe it was 18 or 19 points at going to Denver. Yeah. Okay. It's all-time biggest upset in the history of the NFL in the playoffs. And Miami is only 13-point underdogs to Buffalo. And that game, I guess my question is, was that more of a lack of respect for Jacksonville or are they missing the boat? I mean, Buffalo is a Super Bowl favorite, sort of, or one of the Super Bowl favorites along the lines of Denver that year. Yeah. But the difference is we had Mark Brunel. He was perfectly fine and healthy and ready to – Premier, they got Skylar Thompson. I guess what you do, you take a couple things out of it. It's it's a division game. Okay. They played them tough twice. They played them tough yeah, twice. Yeah. They, they, I mean, now granted, two was there. It's a different game, but the Dolphins only lost by three just a couple of weeks okay. ago up there, and they ran the ball on them. Okay. 
Now, I, but I am with now in the in in the Dolphins' defense. Uh, in fairness, isn't playing terrible right now. And you know, the, again, yeah, we do the same thing with that we play with the Jets. The Jets are so bad. Is it fair to take a nine-six win over them? Is anything, you know, I- impressive? Um, gave up twenty-three at New England. I gave up twenty-six, but the, I think one of those for Green Bay came. You know, yeah. <clears throat> no, I don't see it. Fans of the UK, that's the United Kingdom, right? It is, yes, sir. That's where we've built a fan base. Apparently. We've been going over there every year forever. London. We've been playing in London calling. London calling. and uh, Right? Yeah. Where does Skylar Thompson play college ball, by the way? Washington, uh, Washington, Washington State, one of those. He's a, he's, he's a rookie, right? He's a youngin. He's a rookie. Well, let me see. Hold on. Anyway, continue. So We're in the UK now. Yeah, so they asked the folks over in the UK who's winning the Super Bowl. Okay. So this is where I expect, you know. Kansas State for Scott. Yeah, he has a Kansas rookie. State, that's it. Yeah, he's a rookie. That's good where luck. I, yeah, rookie. It looks like Travis Kelsey. A rookie from Kansas State who went in rounds. We got two round seven starters this uh, weekend with Purdy and Thompson. Yeah, a <laughs> like little bit five, different. Like five first-time appearances, too, in the playoffs. Yeah, a bunch of them. Yeah. Seven, in fact. Seven. So, so you think, okay, well – you know, London, that's our second home, man. Our fans will speak up here. Fans in the U.K. predicting the Super Bowl winner. Number one is Buffalo. Well, okay, I could get that, 26%. Ah, that's fine. Number two, Kansas City, 23%. Ah, sounds like America. It sounds like an American poll. Yeah, again, well, but this would be like asking, you know, Northeast Florida, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I, I think I, if I did a quickie poll right now and said who would win the Super Bowl, I bet we'd get some votes. I bet that, that, that would the top would play out like that. Uh, uh, number You're way th- overestimating the Jaguar. You know, number three, San Francisco, 21%. Ah, okay. Number four, the Eagles, 9%. Number five, the Bengals, 9%. Number six, the Cowboys, 3%. Number seven, the Vikings. Number eight, the Bucks. Number nine, the Seahawks. Number 10, the Giants. Number 11, the Chargers. What the hell? <laughs> number 12, the Dolphins. Number 13, yeah, with 1%, the yeah. Baltimore Ravens. Mm. And DAL with 0%. Yeah. I thought we had... F- what? Where's UK Jacks? Or yeah. where's our group? Can we get some votes, please? Just a vote or two? Can I come in like seventh? Your story, your rant now makes total sense. Yeah, what in the world? Can't be last. The top of that just... That I'm not asking to be on the top, but can I get some votes we in my second home? Yeah, but- I mean, we send the whole squad over there every year. <laughs> come on, London. Come on, London. You're, you're our, supposed to be our brothers. Something we is. root for Fulham. If they put a Premier League question up here, some of us would vote for Fulham. By the way, sh- shout out, Fulham went over Chelsea yesterday for those of you keeping track. We, oh, we put it down. Without Mitrovic, I'm, I'm told. Mitrovic, fourth leading scorer in the Premier League. Yes, that's correct. Anyway, I was a well, little, yeah, I was a little I, annoyed. Well, well, to your point, I'll be honest. The NFL may take root in London. It'll never be a Jacksonville market. That's silly. And at this point, too, it's, it'd be one thing if the Jags and only the Jags played there every year. But now, I mean, they got four. They a little five, love over there. Well, now they got four, five, six games over there. We every go every year, year though. It's all spread. Every out. year we no, go. I get it. They don't go every year. I never really it's supposed be- to be Jags fans. I never believed there were more than about five hundred real Jags fans in London to begin with. Okay. I think if a couple of them could have voted, we might have yeah. got one percent. <laughs> we got zero. They couldn't vote, Dan. They were busy watching their true love Settle. soccer. Settle. Yeah, they're watching Tottenham, Dan. They don't care about your NFL poll. If they ran a poll right now, who's going to win the English Premier League? Zero. You would go Fulham, though, out of loyalty. Something those those limey bastards just know nothing about. Is that what you're saying? It just hurts a little bit. You know, I mean, for, for Pete's sake, England, well, how many times we got to whoop you until you defer? 
Zero we got right? over there. Zero. What do we do? We tied uh, England in the World Cup? That's what it was, right? So mad at us about that still? Probably. They're probably mad about 1776. Still? Yeah, don't stir it up with us. You need a reminder. We were underdogs. I mean, here's, what, here's what you've given us. That little red-headed crybaby. That's what you've given us, England. Thanks a lot. You can also take back your your branches of the monarchy. Thank you very much. Get them out of here. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I have, a, you know, in, in, in the class. Get how, a, did, how did the, the, I meant to ask you yesterday how session number two went on Lack Wednesday. of respect going on over there for the adjunct. Oh, not over here on this side of the desk? No. Oh, at you, over there. Yeah, at, UNF. At UNF. Yeah. Oh, wow, this yeah, is good. A little it's bit of lack stuff. of respect. Uh-oh. This is juicy. <laughs> it is. Yeah, a little bit of lack of respect going on for what, what happened? a man of my ilk. You have a you carry man a Man of my academia. Sure. Do you man know who I my, am? Man of my, do you know who I am? <laughs> I got some clout, man. I got mean, some juice. This I got happened. some juice. Yeah. You do. You know, yeah. The champ is here. Boom, boom, boom. The champ is here. Boom, 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 boom. Humble, too. <laughs> I'm going to bring E one time to hype me. You for the should. Whole, whole class. Be fun. Be fun. And, and, well, then you could tell, talk about that, you know, that increasing um, impact in media. Hype yeah. man. Hype man. You got a hype man. The champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? What are y'all doing? It's, it's like um, That's Muhammad like Ali. Ali. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Ali oh, okay. always had yeah. hype man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You never heard that? No, I have. I, okay. I did completely. I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking in terms of football and tailgates. I and want stuff. E to as I, I walk you. through campus. Because Did I not that, suggest? I right think now, I campus is first. Right now, day. campus is buzzing. The first thing it's hard to get it's a parking boom, spot. No, no, I don't need any feel good. Get back to the angst. Oh yeah, the disrespect. <laughs> so I roll in on Wednesday for class number two. Mm-hmm. Oh, one bit of good news though. Okay, no class Monday. Yeah, you love it. You like that. Already, he's had two sessions this year. He's already <laughs> celebrating it all. No class Dedication. Right there. What is that Thank for? God. It's Martin Luther King. Oh, Day. okay. Thank goodness the students told me that, or I would have showed up. <laughs> the church <champ laughs> is here. <laughs> no one else is. So I go there. You know, I told you I got my class removed. Yeah, you had an issue with that. You had to have a young lady point you in the right direction. Right. So one of my students pointed me in the right direction. So. I go in again on Wednesday, and and the kids are ready to ready to learn. They're eager, okay. eager beavers. Okay, ready to ready to sop up all the information uh-huh. I'm about to give them. Do you at that level now, or is it like? Do they have like like school desks? Like you sit at a desk and you've got a little thing in front of you, or do you sit in like theater seating? How does it work? Sort of auditorium. Like, sort of like tables. Like they sit around tables. Yeah, kinda? it's kind of like tables. Nice. Like like oh, the long tables. Do you do yeah. arts? Okay. Do you do, ever do arts and crafts or no? We can. Yeah. We oh, can. the table would be perfect. I haven't that. dropped the trivia game on them yet. They're going to be so excited. Oh, God. What a, they love what the a trivia. Tri- I think I may go work on my master's and start with this class. They love the trivia. <laughs> I want to take that one first. I have two hours towards my master's. I love the trivia. Media studies. I give out, I give out uh, <laughs> gifts for trivia, you know. <laughs> the champ is here! He's like boom, the Santa boom. Claus of the UNF faculty. So, anyway... <laughs> So anyway, though, gift that keeps on giving. I'm ready to go into the classroom. Okay. Kids are eager beavers. We're ready to learn. Sure. I, I turned to room uh, like 1260 or whatever it may be. I can't Still don't remember. know the number, do you? No. And there's people in there. Again. In, another, second, in the second class. Second week in a row. They move me again. No respect. Way to go upstairs. Do they even tell you where you're supposed to go? Way to go upstairs. Who told you this? How did you figure it out? I said, let's go upstairs. See, there's some found, classrooms. Did you just find a classroom? Just found a sort of found one. So you just have one that's open? Let's this looks good. Here. Not locked. Here we go. 
We press through, man. They throw challenges at me, but I'm what a champion. I fight world through. What is going on? Are you? I'll call it now. You know I fight I, through. You know what I'm starting to think? There's like a, a Seinfeld episode where George goes to work for somebody who didn't really hire him. And he just goes to the office and yeah. he works every day. Then the boss comes back and let me see this report. Why, it looks like you've never even worked in this industry. Mm. Are you sure they've hired you and you're just not leading a group of kids over? Hey, kids are there. Yeah. They deposit money into my account. <laughs> there you go. Good. I'm rolling with it. Nice. You should start your version. But of- my point is this. Yeah. I- Quite honestly, at this point of my, of my academia career yeah. as an adjunct professor, don't you think I should be allowed to pick my classroom? It doesn't look like you're leading to emeritus status. I will say I that. I don't feel yeah. like UNF I, I, that is seriously a respects problem. me. That sounds kind of disorganized. I, I, here's what the ultimate answer is going to be. I mean, they don't have, here's Coach, what's Coach Driscoll doesn't have these problems. Well, you know what? Coach Driscoll could be listening right now. Maddie, go take care of this for our man. Yeah. Um, he probably has been – the story is going to end with he hadn't been in the right classroom yet this year. And there's actually right. a classroom sitting lonely every day during that period no. at some other place maybe. That, that could be the situation. But, probably got but, a nameplate and everything. How, now, did you ask, a nameplate. Well, let me ask you this. The champ is here. Boom, 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 boom. Did you lead like the Pied Piper lead a pack of 30 to yes. the room? Yes. So you come with me, kids. We'll Let's find go. Somewhere. We'll go upstairs. Yeah. You're like Braveheart. And up we went. Then I saw a couple kids that uh, played baseball with my son. Well, what did so? What are the kids? Ran into them randomly. Are the kids confused at this point? Do they wonder why aren't we? Does their little schedule? Certainly, they pay money. It should tell them where their class is. I think they're so excited about the class, they'll go anywhere. Like I think I could have said, "Let's do it outside today on the grass." Was there ever any consideration given to storming your castle and getting them out of there? Scruff of the neck. This y'all find a classroom. This is our town. I don't know my guys enough to know okay. if, you know, what How far type of situation it? I yeah. could develop. Hey, if this I don't thing, want to inflame hey, a situation. Hey, hey, guys. Next thing I know, I got SWAT teams all around the building. <laughs> hey, guys, if this gets physical, you with me? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was worried. <laughs> Before I go in there, this could, this could get physical. Yeah. Are you with me? I mean, there could be a, like a like a legit professor, <laughs> like, a, like a tenured one in there. and A real emeritus. Real emeritus. Mm-hmm. I'm not emeritus. I'm not. No, I'm just no, adjunct. Not. Yeah, that's a, I'm that, teaching. That's a number of steps away from emeritus. We dove into some curriculum on. Yeah, what did you do uh, Wednesday. this Wednesday? Well, I mean, this we, is we this, did good. this applies to the show because it is. What'd you say? It's what's the name of the class again? I'm sorry. I mean no disrespect. That's sports little, media, or media, sport and communication. Sports media or communication and sport. Either way, okay. you'd like to go. Well, I was close. I know yeah. in theory what it is. It does well, have we, a textbook. I learned this week. I never knew that. We have a textbook, and I gave them numbers. I gave them. Uh, I gave them some solid numbers on 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 how. The world of sport grows, has grown in the last 20 years. It's yeah. unbelievable how many new jobs it's created, how many different kinds of jobs. Like, here's an example of why this class is great, because there's only like one or two kids in there really interested in what we do, so to speak. They got plans. This guy wants to be an agent. This guy wants to go PR. Yeah. This guy wants to do social media. This, yeah. you know, They're yeah. all, they're all yeah. got their own little thing. All viable. Yeah, they're all viable. So all fun. One. All fun jobs. Well, all great jobs. Love the, love the path. We I'm took. there to help. Yeah. I'm there to get them I, there. I get it. That's what I'm doing. Well, I so. think it's terrific. Anyway, that happened. terrific what you're doing. That happened, didn't it? Keep uh, plugging away over there, and you'll get a steady class. But again, Monday. just so you guys know, no classes Monday at UNF. Yeah, well, there you go. Or at least that's what they told me. Now, I, hopefully they're not fooling me. A win for you. You think they tried to slide one by me there, E? No. No, no, so. no, no, no. Monday is Martin Luther King Day, right? Oh, did the, did the, the students tell you that? Yeah, the students told me <laughs> They that. might try to slide now, one Now, here's by the only me. way I'll know for sure. If there's basketball at noon on Monday, then I know. Well, right. If the NBA's, he, if playing. the NBA's playing, then I know. Because <laughs> yeah. the NBA goes 
all day on Martin Luther King Day every year. Uh, yeah, it does, for sure. Yeah, the they Hawks, start at noon. The Hawks break out those uniforms and find a way to lose every, By the way, every year. Uh, LeBron passed the torch last night, didn't he? I had hit, but that torch LeBron-y? wasn't already to passed. To Luka. It wasn't oh, did, already oh, passed? Well, he should have because Luka beat him. Oh, good for him. Double OT. At the fabulous forum in L.A. The Hawks don't have a – Monday is Martin Luther King Day, but the Hawks don't have a home – they usually play at home, right? Atlanta's like a – Right. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They play at home, right. Or maybe they are at home. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm um, thinking about that wrong. I want to because it applies to kind of some topical news about our game tomorrow night. Yes. I would like to unleash for you – I'm ready for our through game. Through the courtesy, through the vehicle of E.T., he's handed me a terrific Shazam spotlight. Wonderful E.T. The Shazam Spotlight brought to you by ShazamAuto.com. Go see my friends at the Murray Ford Superstore, Star Kings, and also Murray uh, uh, Automotive with Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram. You want it, they got it. You'll have a terrific uh, car buying experience. By the way, some of the boys over Truck there guy. over over across the pond are telling me, my Jag guys are telling me they weren't asked. <laughs> well, nobody asked me. That's I right. I would have told them, governor. Yeah, they would have governor told them. Okay, um, here's the Shazam Spotlight. Justin Herbert second in the NFL in passing yards. You know that? Yes. He almost had 5,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about this? The Chargers, and I say this because Mike Williams now looks, it looks more to me like he won't play Hick, or at the very yeah, least. Yeah, it doesn't look like he's he didn't practice all yeah, week. Right. He'll be ineffective. Kind of I mean, swept that under the rug there, Coach did. Staley. You messed that thing up, buddy. And they, yeah, because they even, I heard implications that he had practiced on a limited basis, but I admit that must have just been erroneous. Anyway. Uh, no, even if Mike Williams does try to play, anytime you go into a game saying we're going to see how it feels in pregame warmups, it doesn't end well, right? So uh-huh. that's a big advantage. Um, Mike Williams was their leading receiver this year, but but the Shazam spotlight is this: for a guy with almost five thousand passing yards, second most in the NFL, the Chargers did not have a single thousand yard receiver. Shazam! Wow! But well, Keenan Allen was out. Yeah, what did Mike finish with? Uh, Mike Williams only had 809. They didn't have a 900-yard receiver. 800. And then Eckler chips in, you know, Eckler eight, seven, eight hundred 800 yards. They get more than I think people realize from, from Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter. Those guys aren't the number five yeah. guy. He's, yeah. Palmer? Yeah. Is that he had, Palmer? He had 700. And yeah, he's pretty good. He had 770. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Carter had 538. Oh, dear. Um, Austin Eckler had over 700. Mm-hmm. Um uh, the tight end, Gerald Everett, at 555. So they'll they'll spread it around to a lot of places, something the Jaguars will certainly have to be aware of. But it's never bad news if your opponent's leading receiver can't play. And that's what it looks like the uh, situation will be. There, there's still tickets available down there, Dan. I don't say this to browbeat us into a full house. It's just for those that think maybe they didn't have an opportunity. And I think now we're getting to the tipping point where you might can play the waiting game and see some of those ticket prices come down uh-huh. a little bit, right? Because now there are, there's there's a quite a few like probably thousand tickets left, which again, that doesn't impact the kind of atmosphere you're going to have. Who would you say is the Chargers' number one receiver? Keenan Allen, by yeah, mile. is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. not yeah. even close. Okay, he just didn't play hardly at all. Right. Like he just scored his first touchdowns like towards the end of the, maybe against like, Denver, and he was still like second in. in well, when he he didn't play hardly at all, but I, I'm yeah. telling you uh, again, this is where. Um, <laughs> He was on my fantasy football team, so I, I uh-huh. know I know exactly what he was doing down the stretch, right. and what he was doing down the stretch is routinely getting a hundred yards and a you know and a touchdown. He reminds me of uh, another Keenan McCardell. He's smooth. He's really route, smooth. his route running. Yes, yeah. smooth. He's not overly breakaway not speed past, guy, right. or you know, but he is. 
he had, he knows he, how to get open. And and you know? he and he's a and he's in security blanket and Old Herbert loves him. Right. Keenan Allen only played ten games. Mm-hmm. So he missed oh, almost he played half. more than I thought. He played, t- but some of those games he was only in for a minute and he got hurt. And he got, he he had sixty six catches. Jeez. In ten games, he had seven hundred fifty two yards in ten games. So he was on pace for a hundred catches and. Over a thousand yards and ten touchdowns again. Wow. So he he's definitely the guy you need to put Tyson Campbell on and lock him down. All right. Well, let's kick it to uh, let's kick it over to uh, the break. Okay. Come back and rock and roll here on a football Friday. Keep it rolling, Jacksonville. Geeked up for some football tomorrow. Got a little rain this morning. It's care- be careful out there if you're driving. It was. Pouring when I left. We got some more Jaguars news around tomorrow night. You know what that experience. means? That means the cold front's coming in. It does. It's going cold in. front. I saw now we're down to a forecasted temperature at kickoff of 43 degrees. Roo! That's cold, cold. That's, that's not, chilly. Yeah, that's no, that's not chilly. That's cold. That's like, you know, ski the, caps and gloves. We'll put on the jacket tomorrow. Yeah, put them all on, baby. Jacket. Bundle up. Get to, again, let's get in our seats and kick off and let's uh let's let's give it to those Chargers, Dan Hicken. Let's do it. All right. Uh we'll come back with Champ is here! 10-minute drill. I uh, look around the rest of the sports world when we return on a GFO Friday. That's green for life. Hit it. I love a good rallying cry, right? Doug Peterson gave us one earlier in the year, and I, I think, Dan, we probably erroneously only attached it to a mindset for success, and that was what? You remember what it was? We printed up some T-shirts. So what, now what? And, and like I said, we associated that with, all right, you've done something good. Don't get ahead of yourself. But when I think on the season now, and I guess an ultimate so what, now what moment onto the postseason, I, I think maybe so what, now what may have come into play just as much, if not more, at the low point of the season, after the Detroit loss. You had to have that same kind of mentality at that point where things looked, you know, way more than bleak. Now, the rallying cry later in the year has become what? It was always the Jags. Mm-hmm. The, the story behind that should appeal to your degenerate heart. I am a degenerate. By the way, uh, thank you, BYU, degenerate Danny, knocking one back. Give me those six and a half points. Eight no at home. Yeah, they lost. Don't care because Danny won. Oh, man. Lock it law. Lock I've of the never, day. I've never Lock se- it up. I've never seen a quicker transition what? from a morbidly solemn Friday five pack each and every week yeah. into the joy and bounce back success bounce back of degenerate Dan who apparently doesn't make the picks for Friday five pack Dan bounce back. Yeah. But anyway, here's why um, uh, the the phrase that was coined by Dewey Wingard we've learned. If mm-hmm. you need a little refresher, I, I believe it was in the locker room after the Titans win when he said what Dan? It was always the Jags. It was always the Jags, right? First, here's Doug Peterson, uh, E.T., yesterday. He was asked about this, you know, it was always the Jags mantra that has uh, kind of emerged. I really like Coach Peterson, no matter what you ask him about, no matter what, um, you know, the topic is. He, he doesn't seem uh, like he's afraid to, to speak to it. So, uh, from so what, now what, to it was always the Jags. Yeah, I mean, you know, it goes back to, I think, what we talked about way back, way back, September, October, you know, when we talk about it's, it's always about us, right? It's what we do. And it's, it's the same, same thing. And, you know, if it's about us, it's about the Jags, whatever it might be. Um, you got to embrace that, you know, and, and you got to focus and you got to internalize that. And what does that mean for you individually? And, and then you got to be able to take that to the practice field and, and then, you know, ultimately to the game field. But um, it's, you know, I, I would say the Chargers are saying the same thing. It's about them, you know, and, the Bengals are saying the same thing, and Baltimore are saying the same thing. It's, it's about us, you know, and um, 
everybody's everybody's just trying to win a game. Okay, that sounds good from a rah-rah team perspective. But if you go to the source, Dewey Wingard, and this is why it would appeal to degenerate Dan, mm-hmm. he said, to be honest with you, it's a gambling term. You're with your buddies, you see a lock. Hey, boys, it was always the insert team here. Me and Dewey. Um, Simpatico. So, uh, Winger now is a joke, and he probably should have trademarked it. And, uh, you know, it's everywhere now, right? Oh, yeah. Well, it's everywhere in Jackson. That's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, that's what I mean in, yeah. in, in uh, regards to that. Uh, meanwhile, I don't think it could have been a better choice to get things kicked off tomorrow night. A big man with a big bear of a voice uh, who has remained tied to Jacksonville after his Jaguar career. A very good Jaguar career ended. I think John Henderson will belt it out there uh, perfectly. And look, the Jags media team does a great job. They don't need our suggestions. But just as a reminder, we need to play the video, the slap video, before he unleashes his his Duval. We have Big John out at a uh, at a Monday night show. He's great. I love him. I've always loved him. He's a good dude. He's he's uh, guy. He's a big dude, man. Him and Stroud together. Woo. That's that's a piece of video. That's that, beef up there now. Uh, some of you younger Jag guys may not even be aware of this video. You got to look that thing up. It's fantastic. Big John was a heck of a tight end in high school too. Yeah, he sure was. Big yeah. John could play. Man, uh, Anderson is also uh, reminds you of a, I mean, how Tennessee didn't win. I guess Tennessee did win a natty. But man, yeah. Peyton Manning had a lot of talent on those teams. I don't think Anderson was on that one, was he? He played with Peyton? Uh, Probably yeah. not. Did he? Yeah, when he drafted in 98 or no? Am I, am I thinking wrong? Yeah, no, uh, Henderson was after the turn of the year, right? Him oh, and yeah. Stroud, weren't they like 03, 04, 02, 03? Right? Or No. Was he before that? I don't think he played. He, if he had a year with Peyton, it probably would have only been one year. Johnny, born in 79. That's big John. I got a picture of him with the Raiders. That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, he's drafted 02. Yeah. Yeah. 02 to 09 here in Jacksonville. You know, by the way, he had, what did John have? He had 29 sacks in yeah. his career. 29 sacks, two yeah. Pro Bowls. Yep. And a, a heck of a tandem, you know, Man. with Marcus Stroud. Six and a half sacks his rookie year. From the tackle position. Yeah, we talk about that, man. That defensive tackle, you get right. You get 10 sacks from the defensive tackle spot, you're, you're balling. Stud. Yeah. yeah. And there, were, even, there were a bunch of them this it, year. It was even more back – it was even harder to do back then. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, defensive tackles back in the day hardly ever got sacks. Because they like. didn't throw the ball as much Well, that's back true, then. too. And the defensive ends really uh-huh. could get at it when right. you knew it was going to be a – Passing situation, but yeah, in case you missed it, it'll be John Henderson with the uh, with the. Do you have the? Do you have a? Uh, if you haven't seen this video, look it up. Uh, we're gonna give you the audio version, which is kind of wor- uh, worth it. But what happened was when Henderson was playing here, it developed into a pregame ritual that he would take a slap to the face from the trainer to get him fired up for the game, and he gives us uh, um, kind of the retrospect on on how that started and how it played out. Let's go. He was, he was there the whole time. I was like, man, you can do it. Come on. I said, Joe, slap me. Let's roll. Let's roll. Ah! And I told him to do it hard, too. So, you know, give me no little girl slap. Give me something to go wake me up or something. <laughs> oh, Ouch. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, let's go, baby. Oh, let's go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I think it was a Monday night game. I was trying to get juiced up for that one. So I had the double slap come. Oh, Joe, that ain't good enough. Come on, Joe. Ah, thank you, baby. Thank you. You make your blood come to my damn mouth. You got to make blood come to the mouth. You got to 
Oh, dear. Yeah. Blood yeah. through the mouth. Now, play that video and then let Big John and that bear of a voice scream Duval. The Chargers may wet themselves. I'm just saying. Chargers, those little, Chargers those, may turn around, go back in the locker room little, and say, let's get out of those here. Those little SoCal sissies, you put that, they're going to be sitting there next to their heaters because I promise you they'll have those babies fired up. It'll be cold. In the pregame. Yeah. They'll just absolutely they'll soil themselves and go. They'll have to go inside and get out of those gold britches or whatever dainty little color they're going to wear into our house this weekend. Good Nick. news on the uh, Peyton Hillis front, no longer on a ventilator. Uh, so he was on a ventilator for a while. He's recovering after a swimming accident. He saved his two children. They were caught in a riptide last week. So that's what Oof. what happened. So he went out after him and got him and saved him. But he uh, had some issues with uh, lungs and and. Uh, uh, Kidneys, I think so, but doing much better. So that's good news. Yeah, it's a uh, man. Just credit to these these, you know, EMTs and, oh, and you know the, how the the way they respond. Those save first lives, responders, man. yeah. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about why the lifespan has increased? You know, twenty years in the century. That's a lot of it. Is man, they take care of you when when it happens. Uh, you know, a lot more often than not. Why? Shouldn't the Chargers' defense be better, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I, they have been better of late. Okay. But they should be better. On paper, they're a bunch of studs. Oh, man. They're studs. Right? If you people forget, you know, they spent this offseason. Now, they went and got J.C. Jackson, and then he went on IR, right? So, they haven't yeah. had him. They were expecting they're him like, to be They're upgrade. a lot like the Jags in terms of their winning. The Chargers forced seven turnovers in their last four games, 24 turnovers during the season. Mm-hmm. Um their pass defense allowed just one 300-yard passer in 17 games and just one quarterback threw for more than 200 during the last five games of the regular season. Well, part of the reason um, is that people run on them with yeah. ease, so you don't, you know, you don't need a 300-yard game. A, a lot of it is about the run. They're going to – Jags must continue to – if they give up 145 yards, they're not going to – I don't think they're going to win the game. So, But Khalil Mack, you know, he had eight sacks. They, they got some ROI on bringing him in. That would certainly – that would lead the Jaguars total. Um, and they played a lot of the, what's really, you know, they played most of the year without Bosa. Yeah. Right. And, you know, he got banged most up. Most of the year without Bosa and without their left tackle, who's very good, too. Um, on defensively. The offensive side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rashawn, did Slater not get hurt in the Jags game or was I it the week before? Did. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, we, we, uh, we left him, you know, bruised and battered when we left town uh, way back in September. Herbert is doing what Trevor's doing. He's taking care of the football. He threw a career low, 10 interceptions. So, uh, they're only- real similar, uh, you know. Uh, Mike Caldwell had an interesting comment in his press conference. Yeah, the mannerisms. Are the yeah, same. it's just yeah. like you wouldn't know if you put them, if put different uniforms on them. You wouldn't really be able to tell who's who. They're both big, young, strong-armed, you know, quarterbacks. The future very bright. And gosh, you're not kidding. Is that not exactly what were Trevor's numbers exactly? Twenty-five and what? Twenty-five and eight. Twenty-five yeah. and eight. Yeah. Herbert's twenty-five, 25 and, 10. and ten. Yeah, and Herbert yeah. threw for about. 4,700 more yards. Yeah, yeah 4,700 yeah. to 4,100. Yeah, real, real similar numbers. And again, if you're posturing, it doesn't, you know, just positioning yourself for these this era that's coming I just up. See a, I just see a big old fourth quarter game. That's what I see. I see one trading punches, and then it comes mm-hmm. down to either we got to go and drive it or we got to stop them. Which would you rather have, boys? Would you rather have to go score to win? I want to drive it. I want to drive it, too. Even though the defense has come up with huge plays in both the Dallas and the Titans game. If we would have counted on that strategy last week, I'm not sure we would have won. But but the offensive firepower coming at you from the other line, that's like goes back to like the Dallas level talent. But look, the Jags have beaten good teams. (laughs) And it's probably unfair of you to... To suggest the Chargers are soft when it comes to the cold, considering their franchise did go into Cincinnati. How'd that, how'd that Mike, work? They won. 
What are you talking? Oh, you mean back in the? Didn't they? No, back in the the Frozen game. You mean the minus fifty nine degree no, no, game? No, the Bengals one. They went to oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Fouts and the boys didn't fare too well there. Um, minus fifty nine. Yeah. Dang. Wow. What? What? A, wind chill. Yeah. That was. The wind chills. Nothing were, worse. You know, I don't know. That's like. You know, minus 59 in Cincinnati is like 35 here in Jacksonville. That's what we're going to have on Saturday night. <laughs> hey, man, a lot of people look forward to bundling up in their winter clothes once a year. Once a year, I, this is the, it. What's the coldest home game we've had? We haven't had many much colder than that. The The air temperature, I think, is supposed to be 43 at kickoff. I, I wonder what the – I remember we've I We've had went, a couple. We've had a couple, but I don't think There was think a Washington many. game at the end of the year where it was freezing. Let me see. Are you looking it up? Uh, I can try. Sunday's uh no that's old. Uh um Yeah, most they're they're talking about it could be one of the coldest home here we go. Here's the story at least. Could be one of the coldest uh home games in in history. Can Top I, 10 coldest games in Jaguars history were all on the road. Yeah, well of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh the record is uh, 2010 it, uh, against Washington 38 yeah. 38 degrees at kickoff. Yeah. That was cold. We're going to be a little higher than that. I don't remember. The, I don't remember the winds and the other part, you know, parts of the weather that day. But it's going to be windy enough this weekend that the the the, the real feel temp, right, with wind chills, will be down in the mid 30s. So it was a little chilly last week. That was just a warm up. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people going there with some liquid warmth, if you know what I mean. Yeah. All so. right, that's the 10-minute drill. What do we got for him? Anything today? Oh, we, we do. Yeah. We got a pair of tickets to Rumors. A free Rumors. Nice. tribute live at the Thrasher Horn Center Thursday, January 19th. All right. You're going to stop me now. Sounds like, sounds like a winner. It's GFL Friday. It rolls on. Next. Be kind, be courteous. 641-1010. Be a winner right now with E. Now, look, today is just Friday. It is Friday the 13th. I was wondering, is there any... I didn't uh, even notice that. Are there... Yeah, Either. are there superstitions? Oh, yeah. uh, do you have game day superstitions? Triscodecophobia. Like, are there people that will be tomorrow, they guarantee they're going to wear exactly yes. what they wore last of week? Yes, there are. That kind of thing? I think even if you're a person that says, I don't have any, you do. Even if you say you don't. Yeah. Like, will you ever repeat anything during, whether it's this Jaguars run or a team in general? Is there any... Yes. Is, like, a lot of people have a lucky hat, or, oh, I wore this to this game then, yes. or... You still do that to this day? I think I do a little. Uh, yeah, like a lot of times if you're watching a team and uh, you're at home, you might want to sit in the same spot or move a spot if they're not doing good or things along those lines. Or, And I, you never – I can't tell you how many times uh, 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 I've yelled at family um, when they put the mush on your own, on your own team. Like, I still – you know, I mean, I've been married to my beautiful wife for – 20 years this year and she I never have uh, give stopped giving her grief about the Tennessee kicker when the <laughs> Gators were up in Knoxville and the kid missed a kick it's just oh I feel sorry for him no, we I'm like what no we don't and then he knocked a 52 yarder yeah. to beat us mm-hmm. and I go you feeling sorry now <laughs> all right and then a junior one time uh was mad at me about something, and the Nats had beat the Mets, and he's like, ah, good, I'm glad. And I'm like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> never. And the season went down the tubes. Mm-hmm. What is the best Jaguar postseason win in history? Like, there's, you said, there's seven wins. This is so easy to be. Right? 
There's only that's, one. There's one, and then you're, everything else is fine. Oh, let me wrap up. I meant to oh, say something. Okay. About, no, it's okay. Yeah. About the superstitions. Uh-huh. I got a dude who sent me this, or who texted the text on this morning, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Yeah. And it's a shot of him in the upper deck with his kid, and he's shirtless. He said, Jags are 3-0 and at home this year when I take my shirt off up there in Section 405. Let's oh, go. And then he said, so it's cold last week, right? He goes, well, I took it off. Last week, about four minutes before the fumble, scoop, and score. Wow. So, tomorrow night, that's really going to get put to the test. Well, if things get dicey, get yeah, that shirt off. Careful with the glass cutters in 405, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So here's the, here's a here's a guy on the Fair and Fair phone line. Yeah. He's got some superstitions. Right? Coach King. What's okay, up, Coach? Good. Hey, good morning, dude. <laughs> yes. Hey, I have one that wore the same outfit to the Dallas game. I won't let my wife rearrange no furniture. <laughs> it got a selfie phone. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> you run. Hey, keep it keep it straight. You, yeah. We need yes, you. All yeah, right. All Thanks, right. Coach. Thank you, Coach. Yeah, you need it. That's what I'm talking about. I want it just kind of brought to my mind because of this whole Friday the 13th deal today. Uh, also, be careful of Jason in the hockey mask. He could be lurking somewhere today. <laughs> mm. Man, I was a teenager when that genre hit, E.T., I was probably 12, 13 years old when Friday the 13th came out. I remember going to see, and then it just unleashed. Remember, Hick, we had that whole era. It was like slasher film after slasher film after slasher film. Not for me. Slasher film. You never seen it? No. Have you seen the first Friday the 13th? Probably not. Wow. You just hate horror movies? It's not your gig. I probably seen I ain't every. I'm not really a fan of them either. No, I've, thank I, you. I've seen every Friday the 13th. You movie. enjoy Most them. Most of them more than once. Yeah. When but, I got to look away a serial, at a movie. I'm a serial right. killer. Oh, I, I, watched a, I watched a movie yesterday. Did you? Yeah. What'd you, what'd you watch? A little bit older. Okay. I'd never seen it. And we got to circle back to what you were just about to bring yeah. up before I brought up the coincidence. Okay. What is the movie, the older movie you've never seen? I'm going to see when it came out here. I wonder you. if I've seen it. Do you think I've seen it? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. Okay. 2008. Uh, okay. 15-year-old movie. Often, well, you've made a lot of progress because you used to talk about a movie that was in 2008 like it just came out. Butter. Remember? Name was Butter. <laughs> no. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. No, I, I almost watched that the other day. I've yeah. seen that one, though. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. You've seen it? I almost I've watched seen that. that. I like that movie. Yeah, I almost watched that the other day. I will watch that one. These guys are listening going, what in the hell? <laughs> but it was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, so the greatest win, postseason oh, yeah. win in Jags history. There are seven of them. Yeah. It's Denver. It's, it's Denver. Denver. It's It'll always be Denver. And the second greatest, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. it's the week before that. It's the Buffalo game to me. Is it? I would think it might be 17 Pittsburgh. It might be. To me, it's seven. If you were here in 96 and you rode that out, the party was over. The Bills had never won, lost it's a whole It's hard to play. rank them, the wins, because the Dolphin win in 99 was, that was awesome. Big. Yeah. That was awesome. And it, and It's hard to, but you can. I yeah. mean, if you're going to ask someone to rank, I'll, I, how about I give you mine? All right, go ahead. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. Uh, the big, the best uh, postseason wins in Jaguars history. Yeah. Number one is Broncos 96. And again, this is just mine and for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Number two is at Buffalo in 96 to kick that off. Okay. Number three is that Dolphins game. Okay. Number four is the Pittsburgh game in mm-hmm. 17. Mm-hmm. Number five is the Pittsburgh game in eight. Okay. Number six. What I'm missing a game. What's the game I'm missing? Well, you're missing a, another Buffalo game in 17. Uh, that's last. And, right and before, you're missing a New England win and the New, against those Scotty the, Zolak. Those are the last two. Yeah. Home against... I'd say home against Buffalo is six, and then that game against with Scott Zolak and the Patriots yeah. is now that also uh, coincided with I believe Florida was in the Orange Bowl and you were there. Were you there? Maybe I was in Godforsaken Tempe for that whole run for FSU Tennessee. 
So that home game. Which game you talking? Ninety six. No, the ninety the the ninety eight game where Fred. Um, oh yeah. Beat the Patriots. By the way, that was not a sold out joint. There was quite a few seats empty that day. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little lethargy, but there was also a lot of split. You know, loyalties with. We the were college. a beat up squad too, yeah. and then we went to the Jets. We had all these guys on IR. That was a Keyshawn game. We lost that game. And the year after uh, uh, the 96 run, Denver took out their frustration on us. They ran for 300 yards. Yeah. Three 100-yard yeah, 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 yeah. That was ugly. That was All a right. bad loss. Let's uh, come back and talk quarterbacking with the Whisperer. Oh. like going on out there. Okay. Uh, and, uh, percolating on the quarterback landscapes. All and, right. Uh, we'll do that and more. It's GFL Friday. Trust GFL for all your commercial roll-off needs. Oh, there he is. Six points on Denny Thompson in the house today. Denny, how are you? I'm great. Do we have to talk about quarterbacks, or can we just keep the Jag thing going on, man? Well, we can. We can talk about Herbert and Lawrence. There's so many. It is. Uh, it's such a fascinating topic, though. I could talk about quarterbacks all day. I love it. I, I do. I, you live it. <laughs> but, I mean, I love it. Just all different levels, how it goes. How And, and, and this is the creme de la creme. And this is, you know, we, we've talked all week. And one of the themes that we've talked about is we think there's these five guys – who are going to, like, round-robin this thing for the next 15 years. Four of Mahomes, which in the AFC. All, we can all Allen, Burrow, you know, Mahomes, yeah. Herbert, and Trevor in the AFC. And one of these guys is going to get shut out probably. And it'll be, it'll be fascinating to watch as this develops. And we got, I mean, they got a great showdown tomorrow with Herbert and Lawrence. I was thinking about this, and I take the, the focus off of Trevor, but mm-hmm. what, you know, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. what does he have to do to get in that conversation? Play longer and be. I mean, he's same tenure yeah. as prodigious as yeah, a passer. Trevor. You know what I mean? But yeah. I think in today's day and age, it's you're never unless you put up the numbers that other guys are putting up. Yeah, and throwing for four thousand yards. Yeah, I, I guess my my, yeah. my point is, are we Trevor centric because we're in Jacksonville? You think they're the same way in Philly with him? I think I, they're probably the same way. In Philly I don't with think him they think they, quite as. You don't think so? Optimistic. I'm not. Not that they don't believe in him. I don't. Yeah. This. I mean, like to. to I don't know, man. Point, we, like a, we act like Trevor is, you know, Patrick Mahomes already. Oh yeah. I don't think they think that in Philly. They think he's a unique style of player. I don't. Right, I don't know. Right. Right. Because we can say all we want that this is a free roll and this is a bonus year and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're all going to that game Saturday night expecting a Herbert versus Lawrence showdown shootout the yeah. way that we saw. Last year in the AFC playoffs. And whoever wins this game is going to KC, and that's the same expectation next week. And then the next week in the AFC Championship is the same expectation. And it's so much fun. It's almost like the Super Bowl's the letdown. I don't think the Jaguar yeah. fan, I, 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 do, I don't think it's going to play out that way. The Chargers are good against the pass, and the Jags are bad against the pass, and the Chargers can't stop the run. So I would imagine if there's a star of the game offensively for the Jags and a win on Saturday, it'd be, it'd be Travis Etienne. I, I, and that makes all the sense in the world. But the thing about last year's playoffs is the the crazy kept happening. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, there's, it's like there's no way Mahomes can go that far in 13 well, Ru- seconds. Ru- right, so here's, a, here's, on him last here's week. a good question. Russ the Rowan. On the Chargers yeah. last week. I mean, he scored 31 with Russell Wilson. Here's a question. There's, of all the quarterbacks in the playoffs, 14 of them, who do you have the most confidence in? Oh, Mahomes. I'm a zillion miles. I don't have to think about that. Well, Me I'm going to argue with you. Okay. okay. You're going to be wrong, but go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> I might take the guy in Ohio who's beaten Mahomes three times in the calendar year. I might take the guy in Ohio who did go to the Super Bowl last year and yeah. not the guy who didn't. So, I'm just saying, I don't think you can, like, oh, you're an idiot. I no, think you can right. make an argument for Joe Burrow. 
You're, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. But you said confidence, right? And Mahomes and, is the best. Yeah, I, I mean that's if you ask me, you're running one guy out and you got to win the game to save your life. It's Mahomes. I mean, I got to. I mean, with no all due res- to me. all due respect to Joe Burrow and that and the way that head-to-head matchup has gone. I mean, three my, times ain't luck. Jeff. Mahomes has been five years in a row of the AFC Championship yeah, game. Four. He's won a Super Bowl, not been to one and yeah, lost. Yeah, he's been, been to, to one. No, he's been to another one. Yeah. He's got a thousand more passing yards. Okay, if Joe Burrow goes to the Super Bowl yeah. this year, will you change your tune? No, I think no? I would never I take will. Joe Burrow. Okay. No, I will. If, he I be, if they There's beat too many Mahomes other again, factors. you will never take Joe Burrow. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. For if the he next goes, if, if he goes through Mahomes, then I will be ready to admit that Burrow may just have that Montana in him. Yes, to where. To where there's 12 games a year yes. where he is a top 10 quarterback, but right. then there's those five or yeah. six or seven here's, in the playoffs where he's. And the by best. the way, here's and the by problem the way. with this this with the fairy tale. It's a great one, but I miss Montana <laughs> going to the Super Bowl and losing. I missed that one. Would I miss that one? Well, listen, if the rest, I mean, if Joe Burrow announced. I mean, if the offensive line, right. hey, <laughs> if the offensive line had blocked for one more second. Joe Burrow would well, have won the did, Super Bowl. Did they? Okay, one yeah. more second uh, at any given time. Yeah, like, they never blocked anybody. By the way, and it's hard to argue, honestly, with Josh Allen because Josh Allen last year in the AFC Championship game in Kansas City did everything a human being could do at the position to win the game. But that's that's <laughs> the point, though. That's that's the whole point. It's like not only are the Jags getting good and uh-huh. getting to the playoffs, and that's fun. They're getting good in an era. That we can sit there and talk about almost every AFC quarterback and be like, do you know what they could throw a game? Do you know what Josh Allen did in those two playoff games last year? I remember nine touchdowns, no interceptions, zero picks. He still, he may have, I think he has six hundred plus yards. I think he still has zero postseason interceptions in his career. Yeah, I don't think he's ever thrown a postseason interception. Do you remember the times when we used to say, "Hey, how are these quarterbacks going to react to the pressure of the playoffs?" And now it's like. The regular season is a warm up. Yes, and the playoffs are their showcase. This and we is have no where doubt. this is where the elite yep. really show why they're. This is why you sit there and you're already pushing Buffalo and Cincinnati into the next round. If Patrick because Mahomes, of who they're playing. Let me ask you this: Yeah, if if Patrick Mahomes played for the Bengals and Joe Burrow played for the Chiefs, who mm-hmm. would you pick to win the game? Which team would you pick to win? Wherever Mahomes at right now. Mahomes, well, that's part of my point. And the other part is, Burrow has the best offensive talent around him in the league. He's got Joe Mixon, a running back. But Mahomes has never had a running game. He's made eight and 900-yard runners out of bums who go off to their next place and don't even play. You can't call Ferdy Pacheco a bum. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's done it with a tight... Go find me the guy who wins Super Bowls. You know, I guess Brady did it to a degree well, with listen, Gronkowski. He's got a great okay, tight end. Okay, Jeff, Those receivers are here, average. Okay, well, here's why... I'll I'll take apart that 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 argument. Okay, <laughs> Lamar Jackson is he is he better than Joe Burrow? No, no, right? Lamar Jackson won an MVP, throwing thirty six touchdown passes to who? Hell if I know. Nobody. Okay, Joe Burrow threw a career high thirty five touchdown passes to that elite talent. But we all think Joe Burrow's a better quarterback. Yeah, but we're not over man, time. It we're just not, plays we're out. Not, we're not comparing. Let's go apples to apples. Patrick Mahomes is. Doesn't have to t- explain to people he's as good physically and talent wise as Joe Burrow. Yeah, that Lamar Jackson is not that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm, and I'm not really arguing. Yeah, I would. Like I would to take say, Mahomes too. I guess right. my point but is, but I this. think Burrow if, if, has every right to be I, at the I would, conversation. I would say this right now: mm-hmm. if you gave Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. 
Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon, they would beat the holy hell out of the Bengals. He's got, he does have the best tight end in the history of the if, game. You can give the Bengals Kelsey, Scantling, Smith-Schuster. Uh, give them those guys, and I'll uh, take the name? Chiefs uh, by uh, what, 30. Tony, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he'll give you about five minutes, and one of the hamstrings will pop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess the bigger point, though, is – they're both and really it's good. not likely. And I'm really, not saying yeah, this Jacksonville. It's not likely. Yeah, but there's a scenario in the next three or four weeks where Trevor is thrust into that conversation. I right. guess my point though with the head-to-head matchup, if you're not winning at all, it don't mean Jack. Like Peyton versus Tom, it was only it only reflected poorly on Peyton being the all-time right because Tom not only would beat the the you know the the Patriots would not only beat Peyton, they'd win it all. Mm-hmm. So Burrow can go three and zero, oh, but if you're not taking home trophies at the end. Mm-hmm. It's still advantage Mahomes who has won it. No, okay, that, but that's, it, very, it is, that's it, very true too because you, you we're talking about the AFC, but I don't know. Like you go through the AFC, and in the Super Bowl, who's favored? Is it San Francisco, Philly, or is it? I know, or, or is it KC? You know what I mean? Like we're, we're all the uh, tensions going to the AFC. I can't imagine. I will continue to stand by history. No rookie quarterback has ever even made the Super Bowl. There will be no Brock Purdy. Like bad talking here now. Well, there, there's a, <laughs> well, I would say I ain't talking bad. I'll, st- I'll you know, I'll, I'll, we, we had this conversation when he first took over, and I'll, and it seems like the way the 49ers play. Because let me tell you what has happened with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Guess what? Welcome back to All Pro level, George Kittle. That's right. Where you been for two years? That's I mean, right. you know, yeah. Kittle now is ten catches, 140 yards, yeah. and two scores. Yep. So, yep. Uh, Debo, by the way, very quietly. I don't know if people noticed. Played last week. Yeah. Debo Samuel's back. They added Christian McCaffrey. In my, if I were picking right now, who would you pick in the NFC right now? Before we get started, no, that's fair. No, I, I'll take San Francisco. I, I would. I just, I, I'm just going to play the odds and say they're not going to well, make who, it. Who though. would you? Who would make it then? Let's like, like pick. Well, there's really. I mean, the Eagles, that it? That's it. Dallas maybe, can't, maybe. Dallas can't no, get Dallas out. Can't have they? It. No, they're maybe, not going to go win a San maybe, Francisco. Maybe you'll say all say no, but Minnesota. They, yeah, they only lost three, four games. Yeah. I mean, maybe they got the that one score karma. I don't know. Problem with Minnesota is the good teams beat the holy hell out yeah, of them. Yeah, they do. Like, they they lost by a lot. They might lose to the Giants this week. They might. They yeah. barely it wouldn't they, shock me. They took a 61 yarder at the buzzer yeah. and beat them last time, just a couple weeks ago. But it's great. I love the playoffs. I do too. Fascinating time. Best three weekends of the year coming up. Like Super Bowls kind of the letdown for and to me. go the go <clears throat> two games Saturday three games Sunday one game Monday is Oof. I hate the Monday night thing <laughs> I don't I, I don't like it either I, mean, I, I hate it give I, me, I go give three me and three yeah I would it's just such a competitive disadvantage at that point like I mean but when I, your team's playing I don't mind Monday because I, now, I won't see much of the game tomorrow I'm, I'm super selfish game. yeah I'm super selfish on that because I, I get up so early I'm not a big fan of Sunday night I get yeah. it and I understand it no I, I don't to get give it to that. me back to back like it happened last week but thank God Georgia sent me to bed early but it was the same thing last week, Sunday night football and then uh, and then Monday night. Where is uh, – in? can we touch on that, college football? Yeah. yeah Where is – you know, there's going to be a lot of dissection yeah. of Stetson Bennett as uh-huh. a prospect, right? I yeah. mean, immediately that's where the page turns. And you always get kind of get caught up in this um, – uh, fans do this, this almost expectation that oh, if you were great in college, you're going to be great at the next level. And that's been proven time and time again. That's not really the factor. What will be the defining – you think factors on whether or not Stetson Bennett emerges as a you know as an NFL draft pick and as a you know as a player who sticks around the NFL for a while. Yeah, I think what's um, the ceiling? Is so I, the best I, well, question? I've talked to a couple. Is he people. Drew Brees? The next yeah, Drew I've Brees. talked to a couple people this <laughs> week about him. Uh-huh. They've made some really good points. I, I think last year he had to be a game manager, not 
not because of his skill, but because of what the team was. They were so good defensively. Right. As long as they didn't turn it over, they were going to win football games. Right. This year, he had to be a little bit more assertive. And I, I was wrong on him, and, I, and I'll be perfectly fine saying that. Mm-hmm. While he doesn't have a top two or three round arm, he has got a very draftable arm. At the, at the end of that draft, I mean, we work with Brock, and there's not Brock, – Brock doesn't have more juice anywhere. Right. Than what Stetson has, but Brock's just different in the head. Brock's you just would got say, a different thing. You would say right? Brock's in a pretty good situation, too. Brock's in a great situation, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, when you talk about no rookie quarterback, my first thing is, if there is one, it could be Brock. Like, he's just built for that stuff. I would like And him, I don't know Stetson like that. I would like in Brock's NFL situation to Stetson's college situation. And I, I also agree with you about Stetson Bennett. He's much better than I thought he was. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, the, now, I'll make three on okay. that. Yeah. Now, with that said... He ran two touchdowns in where he didn't get touched. Oh, absolutely. He yeah. threw a <laughs> the funny meme or or on social media, the funny comment was on the touchdown pass to uh McConkey. Yeah. He goes <laughs> somebody put yeah. how many NFL quarterbacks can make this throw? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every one of them. But here's the thing <laughs> about But I mean he was wide open. But on the flip side, on third and fourteen, he sticks it in there to Bowers in a in a tight window. Um so I, I you know, and, I and that's what credit. you have to do with yeah. him because he's he's a victim of his story. Yes. And then he's also a victim of how good that team is. Yeah. And so nobody ever wants to give that guy credit. Right. The and, guy won all four MVPs of every bowl of the four playoff games. Yeah. I, he I'm, was the MVP. Now, 29, I could dissect him. I could sit here and I could tell yeah. you 10 different things that he don't uh-huh. do well, but that's not fair. Mm-hmm. 29, because the guy wins football 29 games. and 3 as a starter is the second best in SEC history. And I would like to know his – Is that is – that, he was yeah. twenty nine and three. Yes. Twenty nine and three is a starter. And I would like to know <laughs> second his second uh, best record in SEC history. I would like to know his forty time because, and I don't scoot. know, maybe it won't be fast, but they don't catch him on the football. He didn't have much he had that play against though. TCU where that linebacker had him four six. He ran two. He only ran for two hundred yards. He, he, you know, he'll make. But a he, play when he needs there. to, he, he can, looks yeah. He is yeah. scooty. But let me tell you something. Yeah, let me tell you what's going to happen though. You scoot like that at one hundred ninety pounds and five eleven, and the first linebacker that gets you at the next level. You're going yeah. to remember it. Russ, hey. Russ do it. Get no. down. Russ, now, Russ bigger than thicker. him. Much thicker than him. Thicker. Okay, His now let me ask you guys this. Who would you rather have, him or Bo Nix? I'd rather have Bennett. They're real similar to me. Right? Yeah. Very, yeah. very similar. So Bo Nix is a much more uh, playground quarterback Bennett, to me. In fa- now, look, it does matter because this sometimes makes you inflate opinion of a guy. It matters that he has the best talent on the field every time he steps That's That was yes. my point with Bo Nix. Yes. Like if Bo, if you put Bo Nix on that Georgia team, what happens? I, I don't think he's as good as Stetson Bennett in I, that I tend situation. To agree with that. But if I'm just taking a just generically, yeah. mm-hmm. I, they're real similar. I don't know that I might. Is Bo Nix bigger? Is he a bigger? A yeah, he's thicker. Yeah. yeah, he's thicker. I, I guess the bigger point is like it's time to give Stetson his credit. Yeah, and, and I I, say, who, I who cares what happens at the next level? And it's a conversation point. Right. But he, but there's no reason. You know, when you look at some guy starting the 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 position at the playoffs this year, you're telling me there's. He can't play in the NFL. Well, that's. I, I mean, right. and, his, and 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 where I give him credit is the the. He never gave up. I mean, he should have gave up twenty five times. I remember going into a quarterback meeting in spring, the spring before Jake Fromm's mm-hmm. last year there. Okay, and I remember sitting in that meeting, and I remember Stetson because I remember looking over at Stetson and going, "Who's that?" This Why dude are you don't. In here? Yeah, <laughs> is this a GA? Like, yeah. like you're looking at these quarterbacks because at the time and he's even more wiry and little. It was and Justin there? Then. I think Justin may have been there. May have been or there. Maybe, yeah. Or, like you're looking around, you're like, holy cow, this room yeah. is impressive. And 
Oh, who's that? Is he the film guy? Right, who brought their kid to work? Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's, it's, Are we so, having the same conversation about Jordan Travis next year? Is he going to be similarly no, judged? I, don't think so, I know he's I think, a better runner. Can, I think, can he pass good enough? Is he as good a passer as Stetson Bennett? That's Jordan the question. Travis? I think he's getting there. He's got a good feel for the position. Mechanically, he's still got a little bit of work to do, but... Um, Does Travis win a natty at Georgia these last two years? Like this year, if he were the quarterback of the dogs, would they have won, you think? Somebody Eric? put something out this morning. I don't, I don't remember, question, but actually. along the lines of your guy, and they compared Jordan Travis's first season as a starter to Anthony Richardson's first season as a starter, and it wasn't close. I mean, Jordan didn't have near the numbers that Anthony had. So it's interesting. I wish Richardson had stayed for another couple of years for his own development. Oh, gosh, I don't right now, man. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time I did. Yeah. But I don't right now. You're I, working with him daily. What's the latest on his? No, he looks great. He looks great. I mean, I mean, but the thing but he about knows it, he's going to get drafted in the top. Well, it's not even that. When, when now, when you take a step back and you see what Georgia just did, mm-hmm. and you see what Florida did in their bowl game, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I, I get on here and I toot Anthony's horn, but I don't think there's any fault in saying this. Was he a lot better than we thought? Yeah, I, because I, think, I mean, now all of a sudden you look at that kid and he well, kept I you in the Georgia the game. game. I think that they well, would have won two, three games without him. Well, I think that. Well, yeah, and I agree with that. But I, but, but a lot of the things that I think were aggravating, we're starting to at least get an answer. Yes, and I uh, think my point was, and I think most of our points were kind of after the season was because as it's happening, you are more critical of the quarterback. But when you look back, you said that. Well, wait a minute. Receiver thirty-three stunk. points against Tennessee, yeah. thirty-five stunk. against LSU, thirty-five. You know, yeah, the Kentucky game, defense. whatever. But I mean. Yeah, the defense was. They hard. could have had an eight-one season if the defense had yes. had helped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, he's doing great. And he, he's doing great, and he's like, there's this newness to this whole thing mm-hmm. that's got him really dialed into nutrition, mm-hmm. and it makes me so mad because this dude's been eating right for two weeks, and he's like completely carved up. And I've been yeah. eating right now for six months, and I'm still <laughs> fat. Different. He's built a little different. <laughs> Hey, real quick. Where so do you think he goes? Him. I mean, uh, not team, but uh, what? I mean, I think he, I top think, 15, top I, yeah. 32. I would feel safe right now in top 15. Yeah. Now, there's a lot left. There's a lot of game to play. But I would I would trend towards upward than downward right now just because of what we're learning after the season. And, well, then he's going to the go stand that, on the scales and he's going to run way, the 40. Quarterback and, yeah, needy I can't wait team. to see what he decides to do with the combine. Yeah. Because if he decides to do – there's no reason to do L drill and stuff like that. But if he decides to do everything in air quotes – it's going to be. Well, he should. It'll I agree. Status. I agree. Well, what I agree. is the? I mean, the the quarterback needy teams are everywhere. Everywhere. Now. That's the beauty for him right now. I mean, right off. I mean, you know, Carolina, Indy. Well, I mean, well, we were talking well, at the break. Why Houston. wouldn't Atlanta take him? Yeah, we we're talking. Well, we we're yeah. talking about the break. I mean, you look at Vegas. Right. Look at the weapons that Vegas has. Right. Renfro, Adams, uh, Waller, <laughs> Waller. Josh Jacobs. That, that, that is it. That, that Hollins kid was catching balls by the end of the year somewhat yeah. regularly. Yeah, I mean, we, I think we talked about it last Friday. It's like this is, man, whoever gets I mean, plugged I could into make, that situation. I could make a legitimate argument, Denny, for like seven of the top ten teams. To yeah. Think about quarterback. No, no doubt. And yep. listen, I kicked this around. I'll throw it at you real quick. And uh, me and Pross had a good, good one about this. You're the Chicago Bears. You have the first pick. Any thought? And, and, and uh, the Dol- uh, old Dolphin GM Tannenbaum brought this up. Any thought of trading fields, getting a first and a third, Basically. and drafting Young and resetting your rookie contract clock? And it, In other words, who will be a better pro in the long run, Fields or Young, do you think? Fields. You do? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. In, the, in the long run. Well, I, then you shouldn't I, trade him. Now, if this was next year and uh-huh. it was Caleb, yeah. I would say yeah. 
I would say at that point, then yeah, okay. Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I still think, okay. and I think Bryce is good, but I don't think there's the certainty in Bryce that there wasn't. Is Trevor it because or, of his size? Yeah, I think for the most part. And then, do we really know? He's plenty of arm strength for the college game. Do we know that no. for the and NFL? That's fair. That's fair. So you think Fields will be better? So that, that's off the board then. But Houston certainly needs a quarterback. Yeah. Indianapolis needs a quarterback. Seattle's an interesting spot. Very. Um, Tampa. I think Goff did enough in Detroit, but oh, you're you know, going down the list. Of, I'm just going down yeah, the list. Yeah. Vegas, obviously. <laughs> Vegas is the dream. Ross at Atlanta. If you I can mean, get a difference, maker. Carolina. I mean, do I, I mean, what is Atlanta's thought on Res, Desmond Ritter? Yeah. I, my thought is, I I, I didn't watch him. I, I whatever, dude. I don't think that Desmond Ritter is going to be a winning NFL because that's where last year's draft what really comes in? into play. Did they take how high did they take Four? Ritter? No, 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 third. Yeah, who's saying quarterback? I, uh, yeah, probably the, the Atlanta way again. It's not just drafting a quarterback who won't be good enough. It's then this stubbornness to stick with him forever. I'll give the Jets owner credit. We go get a quarterback. I don't know. We'll see if this kid works, but I'm not waiting another two, three years to find out. And so, point being, that would probably make Atlanta bypass a guy that could be a difference maker <laughs> and stay with some third rounder. You know, who wins seven games. Well, last year's draft, remember right before the draft, we were being told or we were saying that there could be three quarterbacks taken in the first Mm -hmm. round. There could Mm -hmm. be Pickett, there could be Malik Willis, Mm -hmm. there could be Desmond Ritter. At Mm -hmm. the end, they were talking about that. It didn't happen. Yeah, they went later. They went later, which gives these teams the opportunity to move off of them early. That's true. You know, you look at what's happening in Tennessee. They never could have started Josh Dobbs if they would have drafted Malik in the first round. Right. No way. Good point. Last thing. uh, Um... I like that hoodie, by the way. I want one of those for free. I got you. I got you. And obviously, I, I, I got you. I got both of y'all. I'm not going to invite All right, I got you. He just lost three of them, I'm by sorry. the way. I'm so, I should have said that. No, you're yeah, good. Yeah, that you're was good. a bad, that was a big mistake. You're good. I like it. I like the car. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, uh, I take uh, it back. I don't want one. You can give them one. <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Have you watched him enough? Here's my thought. His statistics were terrible, but when he absolutely had to make a throw, he seemed to do it every time I watched him. I, I'm, I'm he confused is super about him. interesting because he's got a really good arm. The ball carries. We talked about this. There's guys that throw the ball as far as they need to throw it. Yeah. Like if you put him on a field and say throw it as far as you can, maybe yeah. a 60. Yeah. But there's game footage of them throwing at 70. Right. 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 He's one of those guys. Yeah. But the way that he generates force is not, it's not efficient. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call him an efficient thrower. Mm-hmm. But he's got so much arm talent, he can navigate around it. Very, Trevor has that same thing. Now, Kenny's not on Trevor's level. Mm-hmm. Trevor didn't have to be perfect mechanically. He's so talented, he can navigate through inefficiencies. But I think Pickett's got to clean that up in these next couple of years, and I think he will. He's a, Everything I've heard, he's a great, smart player. It'd be interesting. And he's a hard worker. So, hey, just before I forget, because yes. I wanted to say this. Yes, you did. I have to thank everybody, because y'all have been blowing Tyson Sound and Security up. Mm-hmm. Like nice. I, I have been getting DMs nonstop about Tyson Sound and Security. So if you haven't called them, uh, get to TysonSoundandSecurity.com. Mm-hmm. Line up a bunch of TVs for you. Like yeah, March for sure. Madness coming up. Good time. Well, you got to get just – I, I need to update and upgrade. And I do, yeah. Sound and new system. You know, I need that. Outside. Like, yeah. Let's go outside. Let's do it. March Madness. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's Quarterback Whisper. Hey, Hick, I got some uh, developments here on our Friday the 13th football superstitions on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. All right. Here's just some of what people are doing out there to try and keep this win streak going. Uh, I've been wearing the same Jags outfit every Friday since we started the five-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else, I've worn the same exact outfit the last five games and the Ravens game. Same shirt, same shorts, same socks, same underwear. I wore a different shirt for the Lions game, and yeah. Um, 
I won't take down my Christmas tree because the Jags are still winning since it's been up. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, uh, uh, I got a Duval shirt I've worn since beating the Cowboys. I haven't washed it since. Smoked victory cigars in it. My wife told me to wash it. I said it smells like victory. So. Oh, wow. yeah. I like the Christmas tree one, though. Yeah, pull yeah. them all out. My Christmas tree is still up, too. Maybe I should just go ahead and... <laughs> we should make that a Jacksonville thing face. every year. Yeah. If, now, the, if, the, if we're talking draft before the Christmas, you have to take it down. Everything Good is... Good point. I, I, want, I should clarify. Yeah. For one, it's an artificial tree, and all the stuff is <laughs> off of it. I just haven't taken it's it It's just there by itself? Just sitting just there bare? in the corner. <laughs> it's not there at all. It brings warmth to my soul. I, I have a forest in my house. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, that's All right, perfect. Danny. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. I don't get much company. This is The Drill. It's a GFO Friday. All right, welcome back to the uh, program. You know, I was just thinking about this in the break. As we look ahead. You know, we talk about the quarterbacks so much, but the coaches have their pressures, too. And I, you can say what you want about, you know, Mike McCarthy being safe and all that down in Dallas. He's 30 and 20. He hadn't won a playoff game. This is his third year. If they lose to the Bucs, he gone. I don't know if he gone, but they gonna be. There's some there's some heat on him down there now. Right? Him and Dak, they need to come together and get a couple wins in the postseason. For sure. They need to make some noise. It's time. It's time for Dallas. Dallas seemingly was playing its best football in the middle of the season. They seemingly have not played their best football of late, in my opinion. I, I don't think that it'll it'll be interesting. Uh, but I, 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 man, oh man, they, they remember they had such a great defense and 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 they were all this and that. And now you sit there and you wonder, man. I mean, the Cowboys lost to Washington to end the season. You know, they beat Dobbs and the Titans. Big deal. They did beat the Eagles, but that was against, you know, wasn't against Jalen Hurts. Lost to the Jags. Barely beat the Texans. Their last five games, not impressive. You know, they, they, they started the year slow with that first loss. They lost to the Bucs on opening night, remember, 19-3. to And, and then and Dak got hurt. And then, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Cooper Rush? Cooper yeah. Rush, yeah. He kept them afloat. Um, got them some wins. Dak came back. The defense was really good. Um, but, man, oh, man, I, I I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll see. This is a big – It they're supposed to win. It will be a, another Dallas meltdown if they – if they for, wow. for McCarthy and, and Dak if they lose to the Bucs. Are, are, they, are they the favorite in that game? Uh, don't you – It's probably close. I, I, I feel like Tampa Bay is going to win that game. Okay, well. Uh, let's see. Dallas, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, yeah I, I'll take Tom Brady yeah. at home against a team that, as you just described, is inconsistent at Well, best. here's what I would say. Uh, and this is what Tom Brady has done this year to keep the Bucs. The Bucs aren't very good. But if you give Tom Brady the ball with two minutes to go. In the game. And they need to score a tutty to win, he's going to do it. I mean, he's <laughs> – I mean – Micah Parsons better better be ready to make an impact, okay? Um, this is a huge game for the Cowboys franchise because if they lose this game, if they lose this game. McCarthy will get fired. Well, mid- I don't know if he'll get fired. but no, the, 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 next the, season for sure, like yeah, midway but, through the season. But where are you with Dak Prescott, too? That's true. That's it's true. time, Dak. If you're ever going to do it, you know, 
I mean, golly, it's it's Romo all over again. Dak led the league in interceptions, right? Yes, Dak has thrown one in seven straight games. <laughs> and Dak has been around since 2016. Does Dak this have, is, have a playoff his, win? This is his seventh year, okay? Does Dak have one at all, a playoff win? I would say... Can't really remember him. Maybe they beat... Maybe they... I think he has one. A little home win over somebody. Didn't they break... Remember they, they had They beat no, somebody bad, didn't they? Didn't they have one big win and then they turned around and lost maybe? Let me look at this. I'll look it up. Yeah. Because I would say yes because I, I think they had a long history of not winning a playoff game. <clears throat> um, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, he beat Seattle. Yeah. Killed him like 40... No. 24-22. No. And then they lost to the Rams. And oh, that's yeah, it. Out there, out in LA. Yeah, he it. is. He is one in three Dak, in the playoffs. We, uh, Dax's star has really dropped since he yes conned that money out of him. Yeah, finally got paid. He's not worth it. And the, boy, Dallas wants some money back on Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. Boy, yeah, I spent an awful lot of cash on those two, those two. You know, a ninety-one-one uh, passer rating. You know, uh, twenty-three touchdowns, fifteen picks. Yeah, you should. You, that ain't thirty. That ain't thirty million dollar man material. No. Or whatever he 40. ended up getting. Yeah. Yeah, Jack, Dak Prescott in passing yards. Now he missed games, but still 20th. You're behind, you know, Andy Dalton and Mac Jones and Matt Ryan. Yeah, no bueno. Well, it's it, it, this is big. I mean, this is. I don't is, know why they got rid on uh, Amari Cooper either. That's still really I good. I don't I mean, know why. Well, well salary. They failed in picking up the slack. I don't. What was their answer to losing that? Just Michael Gallup was suddenly going to be better than he was? Aaron Rodgers, not in the playoffs, 50 million AAV. Russell Wilson, not in the playoffs, 48 million AAV. Kyler Murray, not in the playoffs, 45 1 AAV. Deshaun Watson, not in the playoffs, 46 million AAV. Patrick Mahomes, in the playoffs, 45 million AAV. That's. That's your top five in the NFL. Yeah, the top four guys. Terrible ROIs there. Top four guys stealing money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of those guys you 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 would trust moving forward, but which one? I think Russ will be in the playoffs again. Oh, think, you do? Yeah, I think Deshaun will. I think if okay. Oh, really? If if Sean Payton goes to Denver, I would expect Russ to regenerate his career and have similar. You think it numbers. was all Hackett? Hundred million percent. Okay. They got rid of Hackett okay. the very next week. What did the Broncos do last week? One, what were um, Russ? Uh, what do you think Russ was in passing yards in the league ranking? Like one to forty or whatever. Tenth. Uh, yeah, thirteenth. Yeah, um, he's not very good this year, though. Yeah, but I, I agree. Yeah, tenth is still pretty good, though. Hundred, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Against the uh, okay, so the the guy leaves, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they fire Hackett with two games to go. Correct? They fired him after the Rams game, right? Okay. I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah, the, the, Denver know. went to Kansas City. They lost 27-24. Russ went 26-38 uh, for 222, a touchdown and a pick. And then at home, they he brung up 31 on the Chargers, threw for 283 yards and three touchdowns, 118.6 passer rating. Three of his last five games, he had a passer rating over 100. I, I think Russell Wilson was probably – there was probably a combination of factors. He was probably banged up more than we knew – it, the offense obviously didn't work under Hackett, but if you put and you, Sean, th- you think him and Deshaun Watson will get back in the playoffs? I do, yeah. Okay, I would bet any amount of money. I'm not saying they dominate or win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they each get back. I'm not sure. I feel a lot, if Sean Payton goes again, to, they're in the AFC. Yeah. Do you know who the AFC quarterbacks yeah. are? Yeah, guys who we called these guys just a season ago. Yeah. Um, 
Russ, I'm much stronger on Russ than than Watson. And okay. If and this is a big if, but it's linked. They're considered the quote favorites. If Sean Payton goes there, look, Drew Brees didn't have arm strength the last five six years of his career. He's throwing for five thousand yards. Okay. I think Sean Payton and Russ Russell Wilson could be a problem. Okay. I think that could be a okay. you know a double digit win. I'm not I'm not yeah. saying no I way. It. Yeah. I I believe not, that more than I just, think Russell Wilson deteriorated a lot more than I thought. Yeah. I don't. I, you know. Again, I don't. I don't know if I go quite that far. I think he never showed anything close to what he was in in Seattle. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But I. I also think that Hackett proved to just be just awful. You know, the first game of the year, Russ went to. Who's Seattle. next to get the big NFL co- quarterback contract? Lamar. If yeah, if he gets it. Yeah. You know, the first game of the year, Dan. Uh huh. And I can remember being a little critical of how he played that night. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, though. Went to Seattle. He went 29 of 42 for 340 yards, one touchdowns, no pick, and 101 passer rating. What very, happened? What happened? But dude? that's when Hackett took the ball out of his hands, right? He wouldn't let him go yeah, for it on fourth and three or whatever. Terrible, terrible calls. Anyway, all right, let's take a quick break. It's a GFL Friday on the drill. <laughs> you know, we were talking in the break. Welcome back to the program. This is the drill on a football Friday. Jags Chargers tomorrow night. Talking about Shaq Griffin. Remember him? Mm-hmm. They gave him a big free agent contract. Big money. He came here. He played poorly to start the year. And by the way, last year he he, he dropped interceptions, but he was he, good. He was a decent cover corner. Yeah. He didn't get yeah. beat, beat to death. Yeah, like he, he was, was having this a, year. He was having a tough start to the year, and then he kind of. And I don't know the whole story, so I don't. I, I hate to. But there was some, you know, well, are he you hurt? He disagreed with how not? injured he is. Yeah. Are you hurt? Are you not hurt? I got He got his own doctors to give a, an opinion, and I the Jags are done with him, obviously. I think he was crippled from embarrassment. The dude went in front of the media three or four weeks in a row after just getting torched for a long yeah, touchdown. And then he came back, and yeah, remember the, 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 the narrative I, was that he was hurt, but to your point, it sounds like maybe the team wanted him to try and tough it out, and yes. he wanted to, yes. to to pawn off his poor play on an injury that and the from, team's not sure he had. And from a business standpoint, you understand that because, in a way, because he's not coming back next year. He's not going to come back. It seemed smart at However, the time. However, yeah. as I was saying to E, Rayshon Jenkins wasn't coming back next year either at the beginning of the year. Guess who's coming back next year? Great. Guess who will roll out the red carpet for him to come back next right? year? Yeah. I mean, he's been terrific. So just because you st- in the NFL, in the business world, you start, you got to finish the gig, man. And if you finish the gig, it'd be a totally different thing. So Shaq Griffin now is sitting at home, wherever he may be in Orlando or, or in Jacksonville, and he's, he's not playing football for the Jags. And he's missing out on this tremendous. And he's run missing out and, on just a uh, wonderful run when it, in a locker room full of young cats who all really are enthused about playing together and seemingly get along. There is a much different vibe with this group than there was with the seventeen gang. Oh, for sure, much different. Much vibe. a humble, much more They're humble not, group. I mean, the seventeen gang were they were way at, they were way too busy talking about the off the field stuff too quickly. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. when am I getting paid? I need to get paid. I want mine, you know. And they had a tremendous leader in 17, but they chose not to follow. You know, here's something else in regards to the position that we found out. We're finally finding out. This is amazing to me from this uh-huh. standpoint, Hick. Uh-huh. You scout a guy. Mm-hmm. You sign a guy in free agency. Yes. You bring him in. Yes. You have him for a ton of practices. Uh-huh. Right? You, pra- all th- you go to training camp with him. You have him. Mm-hmm. And... 
somehow late in the year, because you're almost forced to, you take Darius Williams and you move him from the inside slot corner to the outside, and suddenly he's like a Pro Bowl level player. Yeah. Which it's great for the for now, but also begs the question: Well, what the hell? Right. Why didn't anybody see that he should have been out there all along? Well, why hadn't anybody seen that Trayvon Walker should have his hand in the dirt? You know, why didn't anybody see that? You know, Muma needs to play over Devin Lloyd, or they need to play together, or you know, there there are a lot of those. Why didn't? And it happens. I mean, you but you as you go through the season, the fact that you're willing to move pieces around is a good thing, I think. You know, I like. Oh I, yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I hear you. And, and well, and in the way, what? Listen, we have attributed, and it may still be true, the 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 improvement in the pass defense to these pitiful quarterbacks we've been playing. Yeah, I think. So. And that may have a lot to do. We'll with find it. out tomorrow night, won't We're we? Gonna, well, yeah. and if we are fortunate enough to advance tomorrow night, we'll continue to find out, won't we? <laughs> he sure will. Andre Cisco, uh, uh, very quietly picked off. I was talking to him the other day. He picked off Patrick Mahomes. And Jalen Hurts this year. Okay. That ain't bad. No, let's add Herbert to the That's list. That's what I told him. I said, we need to add another guy to the list. Put another pelt on your... Uh, uh, All right, uh, we got some puck talk. Do we do this here or do we break in, uh, quickly and come back? I'm... Let's do it here. Okay. Let's go ahead and do it here. Want to? Yeah. We got coach? Yeah, I don't want to make him... Oh, what happened? He just went away. Oh, no. What just happened? Oh, it's ringing again. All right. It's ringing. Good. Okay, it's ringing. Santa, I know him! Um, yeah, we'll talk some pugs, some Jacksonville Iceman hockey. Uh, Nick Luco. Go ahead, uh, E.T., you activated it. As they say in hockey, <laughs> let's do that hockey. There we let's go. Let's do it. Well, coach, of, you there? Kind of week we had, Coach. Yeah. All What's right. going on, guys? All right. How are we good. doing? We're good. doing great. How are you doing? Good. Good. Now, how was, how was, uh, uh, I heard some good stories about last Saturday and playing, you know, you moved your game to the afternoon. You said it worked out well, and you said some of the boys were going to go over to the game anyway. So, and I know you guys, I think you won the Saturday game and lost the Friday game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. How did that work out? How did the Saturday afternoon game work out for you guys? Yeah, I mean, it worked out pretty well. Um, we played really well through the first 40 minutes. We were up 5 nothing. Mm-hmm. kind of uh, took our foot off the pedal a little bit, ended up winning 6-3, which is, you know, a win's a win, but gave us something to talk about Monday and Tuesday. But, um, you know, it was, I like the afternoon games for us. And then on top of that, you throw the Jags that night. It was uh, it was a great day. By the way, it's Nick Luco's coach of the Iceman. Sure, so yeah. Every sure Friday. Everybody knows talk. we talk. Puck. Do you get yeah. a little juice from the Jags run? I mean, just as a collective sports market, I, I think it I think it bleeds into, into all of us. And if you're playing professional sports, I bet you feel that, that I don't know, that momentum a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I went over to the game after our game on Saturday, and the place was electric. Um, I grew up in Philly, so Philly's got a crazy fan base. So yeah. kind of had those vibes going on over there. So um, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to be a part of. Now, Coach, I, I feel that because I'm a, a much older man than you, I can <laughs> I can give you some advice. And oh. I, and I think you're willing to take it from me. Is that is that fair to say? Is that the kind of relationship right. that we have, Coach? <laughs> Yeah, give it to me. What Careful. You for me? Careful, I want coach. you to share this with the boys uh, this weekend, okay? All right. And I want you to I make you. sure you probably already have. So, uh, excuse me if you've already gone down this route. But if you haven't, I want you to make sure you tell the boys, we play for 60 minutes. We don't play for 59 minutes this and 59 seconds. This is a Rangers take, isn't it? It's a Rangers take. I knew it. Is that right, Coach? <laughs> is that right, yeah. Coach? I mean, that's. That's been our message all year. We uh, 
early on when we were struggling a little bit, we'd have uh-huh. five bad minutes and it cost us the game. So right. That's been the message for a while now. Good. Good. I, you gotta, we I talk, say that because last night the Rangers scored, scored with, like a half a second. Yes. Yeah, I the saw tie yeah, and then won in overtime. Right? It was yeah, beautiful. It's always, always about the Rangers. It's the parent club. I know it is. I'm allowed to do it. I'm aware. It's the parent club, I'm coach. aware. We got, um, you got you got a home game. It's kind of interesting how, you know, um, these sports can work. But, you know, the Iceman will host Atlanta tonight, then turn around and head up and play Atlanta for two. We yes. talked last week. You got a tough, you're in a tough league. You're in a tough side of it. I mean, division. I, you're right. You look, oh. over, you look up and down the division, it's just chock full of winners. They're 7-2-1, they're, they're I think, in their last 10. And they're in they're, – Yeah, 12-2-1 in our last 15. Yeah, cool. and tied for fourth place. Yeah. I mean, they got 41 points. Now, the good news is first place has only got 44 points. And second place, Atlanta, dirty Atlanta, who we're going to rock tonight. Oh, we got three in a row with them. Yeah, we're going to – But home gonna, tonight. We're going to make our move here. We're going to get some points here, and we're going to zip past the Gladiators. Oh, okay. I like it. It sounds like a good plan. Is that the plan, Coach? That is the plan. It's uh, it's kind of good for us as a staff. Every game's important. You kind of have the guys' attention every night. Mm-hmm. You can't take a night off. Um, for us, this is the first time we're playing Atlanta uh, this year, and we're almost halfway through the season. So wow. A little crazy that way in the schedule, but we got three straight against them. Got a huge opportunity to, to leapfrog and, and gain some ground in the standing. Give me an idea of what your itinerary is. I was so just going to ask him that. It's so funny. folks realize, I yeah. mean, you play a home game tonight against Atlanta at 7 o'clock. You've got a game in Atlanta tomorrow night at what 7 o'clock. What time does the bus roll? By the roll? way, I hope your DVR works, by the way, if you play tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. So, yeah, what? how does – give me an idea of what the guys are going to have to go through here over the course of this next 36 hours. Yeah, um, you know, these are some of the toughest uh, weekends to be a part of. Mm-hmm. We play at home. Um, we'll have a meal post game here at the arena and then jump on the bus, drive to Atlanta. Tonight. What time, what time do you leave tonight? Do you think what's best guess estimate that you, that you roll out of town tonight? We try and get out of here as quick as, as we can. So if the game ends at nine 30, we'd like to shoot for ten fifteen. Okay. Um, that way we can get into Atlanta. I'm guessing probably three fifteen, three thirty. Um, we probably, we won't even go to the rink tomorrow morning. We'll right. stay at the hotel. Let guys get their rest. Uh, we'll do pregame meal, and then just head over around four thirty for a seven o'clock game, and just jump back into it. I imagine a lot of the camaraderie that your your team builds over the course of the year. These, you know, they may be a bit of a hardship here, but there's also, you know, it, it's just also an exercise in team building. I, I would think too, being being confined like that together in these kinds of you know trips and situations. Yeah, yeah, and we got a really close group. Um, they do a lot of stuff together as a team, which is awesome to see. But it's just part of the grind. You got these weekends where you got the home and homes and the back to back, and just part of uh, part of the gig. All right, my man. Well, go get them. Uh, fun tonight. Get the dub. Make the ride a little bit easier. Uh, get up to ATL and get yourself a couple dubs up there. And uh, we'll talk to you next Friday. Sounds like a plan to me. Thanks, guys. That's our All guy, right. Nick Luco, head coach of the Jacksonville Iceman. Remember, coach, 60 minutes. You can go to JacksonvilleIceman.com, by the way, and buy your tickets for tonight's home game. It really is fun to get out. It'd be oh, a good, yeah. good way to kick off the uh, sports weekend. It is a good time. All right, we were going to kick off the um, hour number four of the program. Uh, the nasty nine, time. Oh, my gosh. The 9 o'clock nasty. nasty I don't know what can happen on a Friday the 13th to start introducing oh, all those elements. I got oh, cow. It's a GFL Friday here on 1010XL. Bam, 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 bam. Right, Time I to get a, nasty. I have a question for you before we get nasty. Yes. I'm, I don't want to. 
don't want to say this accusatory. Mm-hmm. I have been uh, forwarded, I guess, something that's very popular on college campuses across the country, E.T. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Uh-huh. I've heard of it before. It's a little website called RateMyProfessors.com. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. On RateMyProfessors.com, it's, I mean, again, with great kudos, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you're about a thousand. We've got five. We've got four grades. Uh, all four have checked in at five. Awesome. Your choices are one awful, two okay, three good, four great, five awesome. Look at the grin on his the face. The champ man. is here. <laughs> so we got four. We got four. Which I look. I would agree with. It sounds like a class that we all would love to take. I will say this: they also rank it by level of difficulty. You're checking in at a <laughs> at a one point four. One point four. Uh, yeah. Right. But I I went further. Are you? Sh- this, while I can completely believe... You're looking at uh, stories about me on Rate the Professor? Is that what you're telling we're me? We're rating right now. You have an overall rating of 5 out of 5 based on four ratings. Dan Hicken, professor in the communication department at UNF. <laughs> 100% would take it again. Level of difficulty, 1.4. Out of what? Out of 5, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Your rating I'm, is... I'm proud of the point four. Of But this is where I think it goes a little too far. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering just what kind of uh-huh. Uh-huh. what kind of brainwashing is going on in this class week to week. Okay. As I read, this was posted from uh, one of your earlier classes, August 26th in 2021. Okay. So a year and a half ago. All right. Not only uh, this is, uh, you got a quality uh, ranking of 5.0, you got a difficult rating of 1.0 on okay. this, this uh-huh. particular young man All or right. woman. Uh-huh. Not only is Professor Hicken a fabulous teacher, but he's also a local legend. Oh. A hero to many and a friend to all. You would be doing yourself a disservice by not taking this course and modeling your entire life after this great man's legacy. Oh, I am accusing you of writing that. Yeah, I was going to say Dan wrote that. And I write it. I'm accusing he- o- then Oxgate or, or Beef. I bet you Beef put that in. That sounds like something he would do. Uh, then we go to the next. Um, uh, the Shout next. out to Beef if he did. This is April 25th of 2022, which was your last opportunity to teach before ago. now yes yeah. yes they bypassed him for two straight semesters yes again a 5.0 in the quality again i've always by the way just for the record i've always been chasing the adjunct mvp award which i've not yet received well good you're still alive uh quality again the second 5.0 difficulty 1.0 mm. but about about you this person wrote dan hicken was a great professor one of the easiest and best class i ever took mm-hmm mm-hmm um, here is a 5.0 for the quality. That's you swept the board at 5.0. Yeah. I don't know. I don't need to keep repeating that. Right. You're a thank, 5.0 thank you. guy. Thank you. Uh, and by the way, you should, this guy difficulty 2.0. Oh, huh? A little tougher. Dan Hicken has given me opportunities to figure out what I may want to do in the sports field with his plethora of guest lectures. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Being able to hear the stories of Higgins' experience as a sportscaster in the Jacksonville area for the last 30 plus years is one of the best things this class offers. Recommend taking this to everyone in capitalized letters. Uh huh. Thank you so much. So there you go. And just thank you. I know you're feeling a little. I, I sensed this morning when you when you mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. the classroom, mm-hmm. you know, fiascos that are going on that you felt a bit disrespected, disrespected yes. by the UNF brain not, trust, not the kids. But I just hope this gives you the moment. This, it's about the kids. It's yes. not about yes. some stuffed shirt, horn rimmed glass winner over in. We'll find a place in, to you teach know, that in, class in Horn Hall. All yes. right. It's, yes. You take them out to the quad if you have to. We'll go to the quad. Would we'll you quad. at any point mm-hmm. reenact old school and take them streaking? Just right over to the town center. 
What a sight that would be. Could That's you imagine my man buck naked with nothing but mm. sneaks mm. leading his charges across, you know, <laughs> through the quad, <laughs> across 295, <laughs> through the quad, uh, long white socks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not long. Not that uh, long. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a short sock guy. Ankle yeah. yeah. I'm a short guy. Uh, and uh, just one last one. Uh, five oh. quality, one difficulty. Yes. Best professor ever. Extremely great person as well. Thank you so much. I mean. Thank you. Wow. Warms my soul. Where is this guy in our on our show? He yeah. Did. Huh? No. Amazing. No. I don't get hey, that. Uh, I don't feel that warmth. Joe, use up. But before we get to him, I just want to make one more point about professional athletes. And we were looking at the quarterback deals. I Maybe I didn't realize, but man, oh, man, Lamar. Yeah. He turned down, I think it was 5250 with 133 guaranteed. Is he going to get that? That's a question. We don't know I if don't he lost yet or so. he's going to. He's already missed one. But, you, but, like, this year, he loses, right? By turning that down, I mean, he is making. What was he offered? Five-year what? I'm pretty sure it he was. He was offered $50 million a year and he turned it down? Hold on. Is that right? That's the most, more than anyone. Well, he's kind of in a ESPN's way. ESPN's Chris Mortensen reported the first, uh, the, the the Baltimore's final offer to Jackson contained 113 million in guarantees over six years worth up to 290. See what he wants. That would it's rank that ninth most league wide yeah. in practical guarantees. That's what he wanted. More of the guarantee because some of these guys, uh, you know, like Deshaun ruined it for everyone. And get or Cleveland did giving him the whole thing guaranteed, right? The whole two. Okay, so I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think that what I'm looking at is. Correct, because he's got to be making more than two million dollars, yeah. whatever it was. They probably um, picked up his fifth year. Uh, yeah, I think he's making twenty three. Yeah, yeah, the fifth year option should. Although he was, you know, a late first rounder, he doesn't get the kind of money the top guys right. do or do. Um, yeah, so he'll he'll get franchised next year, but it's amazing to me. Again, I, I don't know, man. I, it's not betting on yourself. It's yeah. It's the it's the guarantees I, there, and he might. I bet you he could still get more than 113 guaranteed. Okay, so he signed a four-year, 9.4 million dollar contract with the Ravens. Okay, and so yeah, that, they don't get fifth-year option that deep. Actually, I don't think. No, so they had to do something for the fifth year. What did they? do? And I think that's where he's making his 17, 18. No, he was 17. He's in his fifth year, right? Yeah. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, it's his fifth year. I need to know. It says Jackson is on his fully guaranteed fifth year option this year, earning twenty three million. Okay, well there you go. So he made yeah. twenty three million this year. And yeah. you know, again, if you times that twenty three by five years, you get to the guarantee they want to give him in six. I don't think he made a mistake from this standpoint. If the Ravens keep him, they're gonna they're gonna have to franchise him. We'll make forty this time around. I guess we can't define if it's a mistake until six or seven years and then it'll be more fair. I guess so. Like Jan definitely was a mistake the whole way and it played out that way. But if you're a former MVP quarterback and if he's healthy and entering, like I know the Falcons would love to get him. The Dolphins probably, you oh, know, sure. there's teams that would take him. But are they going to pay him that kind of money? I, you have to. You do? I think so. Well, well, at least that, at least pay him as much or more than the, that he, what he turned down so it wouldn't be a quote mistake. At least. It's had to be, it's had to be a difficult situation in Baltimore, though. They love him. I just, I, I, know. I think just the football part of him says I can't. Yeah, commit this kind of money to a guy who I know this, what's happening now. And by the way, you know, after playing pretty much healthy football his first three years, the last two years Lamar's been getting banged up. Don't right. forget last year. I know. They played themselves right out of the playoffs because he got hurt. 
That's why I told you earlier this week. I think we've seen the best of him, despite yeah. the fact he's only twenty six. I do, and I, you know, it's funny. I doubled back with ET this morning before you got here. Thanks for being here. Show, show starts, starts at six. six. What? But I said I'm gonna admit I that, that I memo. do think Lamar can win a can can win a Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, I would still put him in that other group okay. in the right situation. It's awful young to discount him as a, you know, as an entity. Well, so. Let's go to the fair fair phone lines. Get Joe you in here. Joe, good morning. Top of the morning, boys. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Hey, I wanted to give you some tips, Dan, on uh, getting uh, the respect of your peers in higher education. Thank you. Uh, the first thing you need to do, you can write this down. Okay, hold on. Let me and get a pencil. This will change everything for you. Okay. There you go. You need a tweed jacket with some leather patches on the elbow. Okay. That's it. That's all? What about a pipe, you got Joe? You. What about a pipe? And grow some mutton chops while you're at it. I mean, what are we watching? Yeah. Animal House here? Mm-hmm. Glasses, they do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you'll look the part. Okay. Hey, I'm excited about the game tomorrow. Uh, the cool thing about this group of Jags, because remember when they were good, it was only like four, five, yeah, four years ago. With, 17. With and yeah, five guys. years ago. Mm-hmm. This team, is, I won't say more likable, but kind of more, more likable. They guys. are more likable. They're more yeah, Jackson. Exactly. You know, they're, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. I they're think more that's fair. Yeah. Across yeah, the board. So I really like it. And think things seem to be bouncing. Sometimes a team needs, I don't want to call it luck, but the ball needs to bounce the right way. And, you know, my boy straight out of you, Rashawn Jenkins, has, has been terrific. The ball's been bouncing his way. And yeah. And I will say this, too, that, you know, and we, said, we, should, we, we hinted at this earlier this year, and it's one reason why it would have been a mistake to completely give up on him. And that is when you, in the NFL, if you're going to have to play one score games, you're going to win your share. And they in the beginning, remember they did right. in the beginning. They weren't winning, and now down the stretch, look, they've won a bunch of one score oh, games. Yeah. If yep. you're decent, that evens out. So I think that also kind of came into play down the stretch. One, two more things. If they had, just think if they had Calais Campbell in this team. I think this these were the guys that would have listened to Calais Campbell. Yes, and it really would have been a super team. Yes, and um, that being said, I don't think it was a mistake to let him go when they did. Like yeah, that, that I mean, was three yeah. years ago. Now you would have stuck, even if they had kept him, then he wouldn't still be here now at this point. Because of where they yeah. were as a team, but to your point, it would be it would be nice. Wasn't there a little bit of was there some Calais Campbell trade rumors around the deadline or no? Am I just dreaming I that? See, I think yeah. I didn't hear that. I didn't yeah. hear. That. Hey Jeff, you said something the other day, and I'm, I'm gonna. This would make this would be the number one news story in the world when you talk about Michigan not winning, yeah, not being able to win a national championship. This guy would make Michigan a national championship contender, and they would win a national championship, and it would be the biggest story because the guy is hated. Urban. Yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine that? Yeah, Urban would. I told Hicken the one comeback he could have had for me was okay. What if Nick Saban went there? I'm still not sure they would, but yeah, to your point. If oh, Urban oh, I, went, that would be crazy. Yeah, Urban hates Michigan, and it doesn't have know, it doesn't have right. a whole lot of you know substance to him. But I think that one's real. He does. Yeah. I mean, he don't have a lot of choices now to get a big time. Big like time, I don't think Steve Spurrier would have coached Georgia if he gave eight zillion dollars. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Different yeah. guy. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. All right. At the bank. There he goes. You, See you Joe. Joe will be there. Oh yeah. That was a good fan. Oh yeah. And Joe wastes enough time on empty stadiums and boring games when he goes down to the U. I feel glad for him that it actually beat what a you know, full stadium that's rocking. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be uh, a lot like last week. Um, same type of atmosphere, a little bit colder, a lot of lot colder, not a little, lot colder. Well, it was not. I mean, ten degrees is ten oh, degrees more than ten. Well, it was like fifty last week, wasn't it's, it? Forty-eight. I don't know. That? I don't know. I think I think it's going to be significantly okay colder. Well, anyway, dress warmly. Yeah, yeah, dress warmly, and 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 and, but you'll be sitting in a tightly knit group, so you should the the. 
the yelling and the warmth from the stadium should be good in the in the stands as well. It should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's playoff football, and man, oh man, if we could get a dub there and go get a road playoff game next, because uh, we are not getting another home playoff game. Okay, it's not. It's happening. very unlikely. It's not happening. It's very unlikely. Yeah, there's not going to be a. Damn, Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean, they no, he doesn't mean ever. He means this year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I don't want to hear that. Yeah. No, well, let's keep it real. Who's going to win? Who's <laughs> yeah, going to yeah, win? Yeah. Oh, no. oh no. We got to. We got to tell the truth at times. They'd have I to both. The only way that Lamar Jag- ain't coming through that door, <laughs> the and o- two ain't coming through the that only, door. The only way that the Jaguars could get another home home game would be if both Baltimore and Miami won this week. I'll take. Listen to me. I'll take the dub or one here, of them, one, two, and, a one. and I'll gladly go to Kansas City. Oh, for sure. And take my shot there. I see Atlanta is where they're going to send the Buffalo-Kansas City game yeah. if those two make it there. Yeah. I, they're making it as hard as they can on those, you know, those are two mafioso fan bases. They'll be fighting for tickets in that one. The Chiefs travel well also, right? I mean, you know, yeah. that will be, what an interesting, I, I'm root, look, first and foremost, I want our Jags to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I that's that's an I look forward to that nuance having oh. a, of having an AFC Championship game on a neutral field and what the pageantry that's going to go along. It's going to be like a mini Super Bowl. In fact, there'll be a lot of a lot of the talk in that game if it plays out that way is that this is the Super Bowl. You see, Mike Norvell uh, dropped the dropped the the copter down on Bradford County yesterday. Did he checking in on uh, Khalil Cummings? He's got a copter now. I don't know if it's. I think. Oh. I, well, no. I, I, th- <laughs> I really do think that. Uh, I think somebody had a texted in that he definitely stopped by. Maybe it wasn't in the in the chopper. Uh, the uh, we got the tiers of the coaching staffs ranked. Did you see this? Yeah. He, he yeah he took the helicopter. He Did does he? have a helicopter. Yeah. That must, be, this, that must be after the 10 win season. Do we know he's had it all year? In October, he was dropping the helicopter before, in Edgewater. Before that. Before the 10-win season, it was on a bicycle. Right. Is our guy hop on the back of a donkey and go around town looking for some Burrow. quarterbacks? Or? Burrow. I mean, what's our guy doing, Hick? I'm not going to worry about our uh, guy right water now. Water boy. To focus gonna, on the Jags. He's going to sign the water boy, maybe? Um, so the coaching staffs are all ranked tier-wise. The whole staff. Yeah. Not enough info. These are like first-year guys. The Vikings, the Dolphins, the Giants. I think... Dayball has deserved more than not. I think Dayball, Kafka, and Wink Martindale is a really solid core. Dayball probably, to be honest with you, he should probably be the, the much coach more the over the Dolphins and the Vikings. I know Wink Martindale in Baltimore. Kafka is a former NFL quarterback, kind of the Philly tree, the Andy yeah, yeah. Reid tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we sure they're good? Uh, Tampa and the guys we're going against tomorrow. Yeah, listen, don't don't underestimate the Staley factor. That Chargers coach has proven to be a buffoon at a few times yeah. early in his young career. He's yeah. made some really you – know, I have a question for you. Coach Staley, before we get started, say you score in the final moments to make it 24-23. You going to go for two? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, their, their season was on the line. He did that against the Cardinals. These jokers would not be in the playoffs. They scored in the final minutes and 23-20 or 20, you know, 4-23, he decided it was an exhibition game and he went, now they got it. So wait, great for you. Do you know who That's the uh, defensive coordinator is for the Chargers of San Diego, LA? Yeah, so LA? Gus Bradley, of course. No, he's moved on, I know. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I saw him on the sidelines just the other day. and um, Played in the league. Yeah. it's Ronaldo a, Hill. Like the Gator Ronaldo Hill? Aha. No. Reynaldo, that was Reynaldo with a Y, I think. Uh, tier four, trust issues. Trust issues. Uh, uh, Seattle and Dallas. 
What's the trust issue in Seattle? They have a proven winner. They both have Super Bowl victories to their name. So does McCarthy. Yeah, but but one's still in the same same spot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Trust issues. Tier three, good with reservations. Number seven, Jags. Six, Ravens. Five, Bengals. Man, you're you're putting. What's the reservation? Well, I mean, I don't understand Peterson and. I don't know. I guess the reservation with Cincinnati is that, that your head coach hasn't proven it. Shooting went to the Super Bowl last year. Doug Peterson has won a Super Bowl. Going from Urban Meyer to just about anyone would have been one of the great season-to-season upgrades in the history of the league. But Peterson's also pushed all the right buttons to put his players in position to succeed. Trevor Lawrence's year-two leap was real and spectacular. But just look at the way he has weaponized players like Ingram, Kirk, and Zay Jones compared with how they were used before. Uh, Taylor is and has been Peterson's right-hand man, so it's tough to know how much value he adds independent of the head coach. And the jury remains out on Caldwell after the Jags spent a bunch of money in draft capital to improve their defense and didn't get great results. They've gotten better, though. I will say that. Here are the Tier 2 elite. Uh, Philly, which is odd. San Francisco and Buffalo. And then Tier 1, unimpeachable, Kansas City. Reed, Bienemy, and Spagnolo. Um, I don't know if they're unimpeachable based on some of the, you know, the enemy narrative that's come out of there, right? He's had arguments. Remember last year in the playoffs? Yeah. They left the field with him. But yeah. They played it. They downplayed it, but. Interesting. But I way too high for Philadelphia. Way too high. Way too high. Uh, but uh, Shani's done a great job this year. Uh, and D'Amico Ryans is very well thought of. So I like that, them being up there. Buffalo. I'm okay with McDermott, Dorsey, and Leslie Frazier. Very well respected. I think Jacksonville should be a little higher than seven, but that's fine. I do too. It is what it is. I mean, and I think they missed the boat on Dayball. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. All right, let's take a break. We'll keep it rolling. We've got more coming up here in the 9 o'clock. Nasty. I'll find us a good one when we come back oh, on the drill. Let's go! Welcome back to the uh, drill. I've got two stories I want to tell real quick. Two important bits of information before we get out of here. First, do you know the tale of uh, Brady Fiegel? Brady Fiegel. Yes. I'm not sure Never I do. All right. Brady Fiegel is the 32-year-old man. And then, you know, as is, there are sometimes other Jeff Prossers in the country, right? Okay. Well, there's another Brady Fiegel who's 27. Okay. okay. Well, as we learned from the Masters, there's a couple Scott Stallings. Correct. It happens. It's F-E-I-G-L. Here's where it gets a little interesting. All right. One Brady Fiegel's 32. One Brady Fiegel's 27. Okay. One Brady Fiegel is six foot four with glasses mm-hmm. and is a ginger. Red haired. With a beard. Mm-hmm. The other Brady Fiegel okay. is six foot four with glasses. Okay. And is a ginger with a beard. Okay. Are these the two guys that sat next to each other on the plane? No. Okay. Have you seen that one before? No. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So the other interesting thing about these two Brady Fiegels. They're both are pitchers. They're both pitchers. In minor league systems. Huh. They're identical strangers with the same name, the same job. 
They do they look similar physically? Exactly. Yeah, I saw a similar story to this about two guys on a plane, redheaded, beard. Well, maybe it, it is. Let me see if it's the same guy. Maybe I missed. There's one Brady Fiegel. Yeah, I think that's the one. And there's the other Brady yeah, Fiegel. Yeah, no, yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. Maybe so, they just flew somewhere on a plane together. So uh, yeah, they, they look like they could they be brothers. Found out, they found out they were the same. They're time travelers. Dude. That's what they found out. There's some freakiness going on. When one guy was six or seven months out of Tommy John surgery by Dr. Andrews, and the office called the other Brady Fiegel and said, when's Brady reporting for surgery? He's getting down here. I had it six or seven months ago. There's two Brady Fiegels. Wow. They both had to have Tommy John surgery. Mm. They had a DNA test, and there is they are not separated at birth. There is no biological connection. The fact that they're both pitchers. Did um, you say the last name spelled differently? No. Oh, it's the same. F e i g l. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, because they I, a gang. I'm not. You know, they they literally look a whole lot alike. I mean, now if they shaved off the beards, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't. Be, be, but they you I, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart, which I yeah. guess is good news. You'll get the name right. Yeah, Brady Fiegel. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other bit of big news. E, can you share with us the breaking story as we learn that? Sometimes kids just find love and they go for it. <laughs> well, um, as I was uh, dabbling across the internet, I found yes. that old Kanye uh-huh. found himself back in the news. What did he do? Oh, he him got married. What he did? Yay! Yay! Got married. Yeezy. <laughs> Yeezy got married to. Uh, He's hitched. <laughs> to, he got married to a young lady who worked for Balenciaga, and Shawty looked just like Kim K. Uh, shocker. <laughs> she looks shocker. just like Kim K. Just like her. Is this not the one that he he dated a girl? His no. first like girlfriend looked like Kim K. Yeah, no. Nah, this, this one looks even a, more? Yes, just like her. Oh, well, we got a lot of uh, you know doppelgangers out there this morning, don't we? And then we would be remiss if we didn't mention that uh, Elvis's daughter passed away. I saw yeah, that too. Very Marie, yeah, only, yeah, only my, my age, 54. I think. Yeah. And she was at the Golden Globes the other night. Oh, was she? And yeah, very frail and actually. What was her illness? Well, she went to cardiac arrest, but very frail, uh, 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 took, took whoever she was with. She said, can I hold, can can I grab your arm? You know, just right. So clearly something was amiss. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, um, very sad. I've been distracted by one of the best suggestions I've ever seen on on the text line designed by lifetime enclosures. Share more. Well, just like a hamster running on a hamster wheel, people have got the wheel in their mind, and so this sounds like a, <laughs> this sounds like a great option to put Ooh, on the wheel yeah. when, you, when you spin it next week. It uh-huh. says wheel suggestion. Uh, this is fantastic. Whoever came up with this is right. a uh-huh. very insightful person. Dan must reference Jeff in his class as his mentor and inspirational <laughs> source, and name Jeff as the reason for his success, and mm. that in fact Jeff is the true media mogul. Gets mm. an ET Ouch. over there with the. For the camera. Guys, I got to make uh, a confession. Yeah. I've been living a lie. Oh. <laughs> the champ is here. The champ is here. Boom, 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 boom. Thank uh, you. Uh, that would be fantastic. All right, uh, gang, I say this not to browbeat you into every seat must be sold, but to let you know that there, there are still lots of seats available, like on StubHub, and the prices are dropping. So if you want to play the game, if you want to play the supply and de- demand game and Maybe you have a breaking point. You you want to go to the game, but you can't spend more than X amount of dollars. Don't give up yet. I'd keep tracking that through tomorrow. I, I would. Do you think by the time the game starts that it will be sold out? Yeah. You think they'll sell the other thousand or whatever? The, well, what mean, is the has, total number? What are the? 
What are you saying? The Jags I'm haven't saying, sold their tickets? No, I, I'm not saying any such thing. I'm saying there's lots well, of tickets left. Go to StubHub.com. There are roll your 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 roller over the. Says the event is selling. Someone fast. on the text line brought to you by Lifetime Enclosure says they were tracking the ticket prices. Oh, they're down, and they that's said that they're saying. down like thirty percent. Yeah, well, yeah they're down to hundred bucks mean. in the yeah. upper deck. Yeah, that's good. Upper deck, hundred bucks. So, so what happens then is, so you're telling. So what happens is like the season ticket holders bought eight tickets. Right, you could buy up to eight tickets. With the idea of selling, if you have four, you're going to sell the other four, uh, and now they can't quite sell them. Is uh, that what happened? Probably. All right. And so they go down. And so supply and demand. Right. It's they kind don't of like lose it's, out. it's electronic. Um, it's you know, it's like electronic version of scalping tickets, like we used to. This is exactly what it is. Okay. Well, I was just asking. I mean, you got so defensive. I'm not getting defensive at all. What are you even Section talking? 36 Road J's on sale for six sixty five. Six hundred sixty five dollars. Yeah. Section 39 Row R four ninety five. I looked at. I, I got it right now uh, on Vivid Seats, um, eighty nine dollars the lowest. You can get up one to five tickets for ninety bucks in the upper uh, upper level. You can sit in the lower level for two hundred. I got lots of upper level under a hundred now. So again, if you've been if you've been holding off, but and if you scroll over, there are a lot of seats available. Is the point? I looked into getting a hotel, Jeffrey. Yeah, did you? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's, it, those are those are also more expensive. <laughs> yeah, the price went I'm up. Trying to look at you know here's one section two hundred two for one seventy. Mm. Um, where do you two one eighty two on exact opposite on the other side? Yeah, but the the fours are all hundred bucks. Yeah, under a hundred. On Vivid seats, they're under a hundred. StubHub, they're a little over. Yeah, go to Vivid then. Because on Viv now, granted, keep this in mind too. You're going to get socked with that. You're going to get busted in your yeah. head in those fees. They, you busted not- in the head. Somebody yesterday said there's a better one that doesn't charge fees. I wish I had taken a note on the. All right, let's do something real quick here. What's that? We get out of here. Buy some tickets. Give me a. <laughs> give me a. Give me another. Who's who else is playing this weekend? Let's see who how, how they're going. Like in Tampa, for Dallas, they're buying them. Where else? Give me a uh, game. Uh, get, well, what about what's the early game tomorrow? What's Seattle? Seattle, San Francisco. Uh, no, who they? Yeah, San Francisco, Seattle. All right. Do they have tickets available? They well, probably do. Look at San Francisco here. Here we go. Seahawks, Seattle. That's San Francisco. Yeah, out tickets as low as 68. They still have plenty There's of them. There's 70 too. bucks up there. Oh, wow. Yeah. $70 in the uh, – yeah, and that, by the way, out by our money, that's about 30 bucks. Right? Yeah. For real. So, Ch- tickets are cheaper. That's unbelievable. Chicken in San Francisco. Are, yeah. That's wild. So, shoot, you can even screw you NFL. Hey, Our tickets are still expensive. Hey, t- you can get down to 221 for the for the for the 49ers game for a buck 50. You get lower level, man. In San Francisco. How, how about crazy. this? How about the 100 level? Mm-hmm. Section 120, 160 bucks. Wow. wow. You can sit midfield lower level for $300 at their game. That's Buffalo true. Bills, section up upper deck. Same as ours. Yeah. Yeah, so point being, there are some out there, and you can, and by the way, keep playing the waiting game. It'll go down further. It will. As long as they go unsold, at some point, somebody's going to get, they're going to get rid of them for exactly what cost or less, because better that than nothing. Yep. And you know what you can say when you buy your tickets? Sucker. The champ is here. The champ is here. More coming up. Turn for home next. Now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. What's up, Tony? 
Morning. How are you? Doing well. I see Tommy McManus. I see Mike Dempsey. I see Tony Smith. I see the boys ready to rock. What do you got oh. cooking today? Yeah, it's a Keys to Victory Friday. Keys to Victory. Playoff edition for the Jacksonville Jaguars. How do we foresee them beating the Chargers? I always wow. like to quote our friend Tony Baselli. Once told score us on the points. operating table to score yeah, more points. Yeah, yeah. It was under the juice. The it was the funniest thing ever. We beat... We broke every medical and broadcasting rule ever. My man is going under. Just gave us the most ridiculous answers. Do we still have that somewhere? I don't know. Shouldn't we? Anyway, uh, that'll be fun. It's it's go time now. Here we go again. Yep. What is the general feel about this game? Kind of a coin flip type game? Kind of a fourth quarter type game? That's sort of what I'm getting. That seems to be the general conversation. Yeah. You know, around town, at least with people that I talk to, that's kind of the expectation. Seems like I, and then nationally, that is certainly I say there's a little bit of this game. Yeah. I don't know. Overconfidence might be too strong a term. I, I, I go find me a Jag fan that thinks they're losing, and I'm not predicting they will. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying any of them think they're going to lose. Yeah. No, I know they're, they're, they're not going to pick them to lose, but yeah. they think it's going to be close. Yeah. Generally yeah. speaking, don't think it's going to be like 38-10. Would it be nice to get a laugher though? Just go out there, force a turnover, be up 14 nothing after one. Oh, just I'd like to have one of those. Mm. Yeah, Jags have shown a, a, a great ability to never. Panic and yeah, come back. They have, yeah, they have no come doubt. back over and over. So. so, all right. Well, have a great weekend Thank and you. have a great show, Mike, Tony, Tommy, Mack. It's uh, Jaguar State's coming up here momentarily. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, I guess, and uh, we'll be back on Monday. Go Jags! It's been a GFL Friday.